RTS podcast starts right now. Episode 75 of the Reaction Time Sports Podcast presented by TCB Speed North here live from the DK Design Studios. Reaction Time Sports Podcast. It's Crew Chief Mark Myrov. We got Mike on the mic. Mike Mueller, driver of the 63 non-wing traditional sprint car. What's up, Mike? What's up, Mark? Not a whole lot. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. And we've got a third person in here tonight coming in and special guest hosting with us. Absolutely. He's a driver of the 69S coming off of a third place finish last Saturday night at Cedar Lake Speedway. John Lure. What's up, dude? Not much. What's up? Not much. Hey, glad to have you in studio. It's good to be here, guys. I love what you've done with the place. Uh, how much has changed since you've been here last? What it's it, you sold the naming rights. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. We we rotate the naming rights. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. Fair enough. No crazy weekend. It's been uh, good. We we unfortunately weren't able to podcast last week because of severe weather. Yeah, it was a wild one last week. Yeah, so that didn't work out too much. How bad did Andover get it? Uh, not bad at all. That was the uh, the effects you guys were feeling were the uh, the sixty nine s. NATO rolling into Cedar Lake Super Speedway. That was a pretty good picture I saw there on Facebook. Like that? Yeah, that was good. No, that worked out perfectly. If anybody didn't catch that, they can either go to uh, Lure Racing on Facebook or scroll back on the RTS page. We shared it. Um, Johnny uh, pulled a quick one on us, and that was his way of announcing, saying, hey, I'm coming Saturday. Look for me. See ya. It does look. It had a little hook echo to it, a little bend. Yep, it was good. I have to. I have to give credit. I stole that from somebody on Twitter. Nice. Yeah, I didn't make it myself. I'm not that creative. It worked. I liked it. It got a lot of got a lot of attention, a lot mm-hmm. of steam. Yep. So it worked out pretty good. But yeah, no, up this way. Uh, I had to take off from work early just because me me madre called me and she's like, yeah, we got pounded up here. There's no power. I'm bailing the sump pump out at our house. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, my God, if she's bailing the sump pump out, you know, Mike can attest to this. We've already replaced it once since Mike's moved in. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, like Mike's bed and all of his couches and everything downstairs were going to be floating when I got home. But luckily enough, they weren't. It would have been pretty funny. No, it wouldn't. have. (laughs) (laughs) I always heard Mike wanted a uh, wanted a houseboat houseboat. Yeah. Mm, I don't know, maybe a waterbed, but right. <laughs> <laughs> party barge downstairs. Right. No, so luckily enough, nothing came through. But uh, just because of the hit or miss aspect of the power going in and out those couple days, it just wasn't worth our time. You don't want to be in the middle of recording and all of a sudden. Pew. Speaking of that, you did hit the record button, right? It is on. Okay, good. Red is not dead in this situation. I would I wouldn't want to waste my best material and not have it get recorded. Oh no, it's recorded. <laughs> you know, speaking of which, you know, because last time you were in here, Johnny, we still have the the saloon deal that as it's, it's in the RTS vault. It could stay in there probably. Bust her out on the next rainy day. <laughs> right, right on the next rainy day. Uh, but it's been good, man. Since the last time we recorded, uh, we've fired up the we fired up the uh, cars at the track at Cedar Lake. We're back racing. A lot to get to on this episode. Uh, we've had two weeks of uh, non-wing racing for the PureTech UMSS sprint cars, and uh, one week of wings. And wings are back on the back on the docket for next week. Uh, so a lot to get to there. Already a lot of action happening at the high banks of Cedar Lake Speedway, which we will get to later tonight on the episode. But uh, before all that, uh, 
Mike, you've had two weeks already. Johnny, you you debuted last week. Before all that, like, what do you, what do you guys what what's been up to? I mean, stuff has got to be happening between race days. What's what's new? Not a whole lot. Just kind of working on the car during the week, and uh, still working, working. You know, forty five hour day weeks or whatever, and just been busy. You know, catching up on some racing. A lot of racing has been going on. Been watching a lot between XR Flow, Dirt Vision, just kind of the normal stuff. Just taking it easy and trying to get the car ready. I read a couple books. What'd you read? Uh, a couple books by Jack Carr, The Terminal List, and um, the other one is called uh, True Believer. No, True Believer, I think. Uh, I don't remember the title of the second one. What were they about? Like a, a single protagonist um, taking on the world in violent fashion. They're good. They're good books. I recommend them to anybody. Violence. It's right on my alley. Yeah. Nice. 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 Good reading material. Yep. Highly yep. recommend. I do. I highly recommend. Is there pictures? Uh, no. Damn no it. pictures. You don't need them. <laughs> you don't need them. No. Lays it all pretty good with his words. Yeah. He's a very good. Very good writer. I didn't know that you're a reader. I'm not. Just started. Yep. Picked it up. We're trying new things. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Right. It's no. it's good. It's you know I. I don't know. It's it's probably the most books I've read. It's more books that I've read in, for sure, when I was in school, you know, because at best I was an average student, probably not. No, oh, that's cool. Try new things. Get it going. Something new. Mm-hmm. Keep the brain moving. Yeah. Well, that little, little pebble, he, he don't move too fast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> poor, little, poor little hamster. He's getting chubby in there. Get him on the hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. You just got to dangle like a Coors Light in front of him. He'll yeah. start going faster. Right. Oh, shit. That's the other thing, too. It's open-ended now. You can drop whatever you want. We mark him as explicit. Oh. Oh, yeah. Shit, damn fuck. Yep. He's got it. He's good. <laughs> he got it figured out. Right. Uh, other than that, man, uh, the, another cool thing that we started off, uh, we were actually able to uh, kick off the Reaction Time Sports pre-race show. Yeah, last Saturday up on top in the the bird's nest up there at Cedar Lake Speedway, so it was a lot of fun. No, it was a good time. Uh, still want to give a huge shout-out to uh, Cedar Lake and Matt Bowl of QualityFreeRate.com, Liquid Nitro, for uh, backing the whole deal. Uh, it, it was a ton of fun. If you didn't, if you haven't had a chance to look at it, the, the, the streaming portion of it kind of got changed up a little bit just because of the bus races going on this week uh, with DRC and FY, FYE. Uh, so we streamed it ourselves. Uh, so it was live on the liquid nitro page. We ended up sharing it. It was the first episode. It's, it's rough. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. Internet connection and all that fun stuff. But if you want to go back and check it out, it's on the liquid nitro page. Uh, we also shared it on the reaction time sports page. You can go back and check that out. Um, if you skip to about the 24 minute mark, that's when it kicks off live. Um, because we did a deal and this is going to be a continuing thing. We're just switching up how we do it. If you tune into that live feed, you have a chance if you like and share the live feed, you're going to have a chance to enter in and we'll announce the winner live on the pre-race show. You can win two tickets to that night's event for free. You're going to get in for free, completely free. Yeah. All you gotta do is like, and share it pretty simple. So no, it was a lot of fun. We had uh, cam Schaefer and Jason chill on as guests and, Talked a little bit about their wins from the previous week on week one, and it was a uh, was a lot of fun. Look forward to doing many more. No, definitely. And right now the plan is to do it again this Saturday uh, with a full sled of racing on the docket at Cedar Lake Speedway. Uh, so we've already got a few guests in mind who are going to line up. We're not going to spill the beans on who those might be yet. You're just going to have to tune in and find out. And uh, make sure when you tune in, 
you like and share that feed for a chance to get in for free to Cedar Lake Speedway. And we're, it sounds like we're going to be doing that every week, and that's courtesy of RTS, Quality Fair Rate, and Liquid Nitro. That's awesome. If it's for free, then it's for me. Absolutely. Well, hey, and if, Johnny, if you're ever a guest on that show, your pit pass is paid for the night. Sweet. Can, <laughs> yep. I be, can I be a guest every night for the rest of the season? <laughs> I'm going to have to talk to my producer. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah, make sure you guys tune in and find that. Uh, hopefully the plan is is uh, once we get things uh, revamped on that, and like I said, first week it's going to be rough, but uh, once we start figuring out what we're using for uh, uh, software and everything, it's going to be one of those deals where when we go live, you will be notified when we're live, so you can tune in within 30 seconds as, long, as soon as we hit that green button. And we go live. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm just looking forward to it. And like I said, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. And it's a lot of fun. Well, I thought what the cool part was, it was that uh, while we were talking, uh, Matt had his drone up in the air above the track. And he was actually panning back on shots between us talking. And then all of a sudden it would switch to the drone shot. Nice. So it was switching back and forth. So you were kind of getting a full 360 view of what was going on Saturday night because it was bus night this last Saturday, 12,000 plus people at Cedar Lake, and you're getting a live view of that. And that's the whole point is this, it's an atmosphere. We want you to come out to this deal. You know, it's like you may be 20 minutes from the track. It's 415. You got time, you know, pack the kids up, pack the cooler up, bring the grill. Let's go. Come to Cedar Lake. Yeah, absolutely. What he was doing with the drone there was awesome. Just being up there and seeing all the people. I mean, the line was wrapped around the, the old sandbox there for people to get into for ramp parking and just the people that were there. It was nuts. It was a packed house and it was super cool. Really good turnout for bus night. So as for you guys as drivers going out there and you're in, you're going out there and doing what you guys love to do in front of 12,000 people, like what is what is that like for you guys? You don't really notice the crowd until after the races are over because you don't uh, this is me anyway, because I'm either I have my eyes closed because I'm scared of what's happening <laughs> on the racetrack or I'm <laughs> trying to not run into stuff. So, yeah, I didn't really notice this this year. Last year it was packed and I was rolling around and I was a little bit more. I didn't have as much stuff on my mind. But this year I was just so busy all night with the car that I didn't really notice the crowd at all until afterwards. We walked up there and got to catch the end of the bus race and it was packed. It was just, it was wild. There was a ton of people. There were cars parked all the way down the roads, overflow, camping. It was cool. It was cool to see that many people and especially in dirt track racing for what's going on. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's probably the coolest part when you got to sit there for an hour and a half and just watch traffic leave at the end of the night. That's, that's awesome. It's just good, good to get our product in front of that many people yeah absolutely there were so many fans that were there that don't normally go to the races just to see the buses and whatnot i know my facebook's been blowing up with notifications from requests and random stuff like that between it seems like every time we do a bus night it just it blows up and like you said you're doing you try and put you know the face to the name and what we're doing so it was uh it was cool man We've been doing this deal for a couple of years, running with the buses and whatnot. So, I mean, even before that, you know, even if your mind's not, you know, having to deal with car stuff or, you know, if, since you've already done it a few times, I mean, has it kind of gotten you like, holy crap, like, you know, I mean, for you guys, have you ever raced in front of that amount of people before? Uh, no, I never have. No. Uh-uh. Um, it's, it, you know, it blows my mind that they just the people keep coming, you know, but like you said, cause we've been doing it for a couple of years. It's not so overwhelming or mind blowing anymore. You just sit back and you just kind of go, wow, I can't believe people just keep coming to this, you know? <laughs> right. 
No, it's super cool. And I mean, it'd be really cool to win on bus night. It'd be awesome to be in victory lane to see all them people from the, you know, from victory lane, but it's cool, man. It's nuts. I, I did race at the Excel Injury Center once in the go-kart. I don't know how many people were in there, but it was packed house, and that was probably the only other experience I've had like this. Yeah, true. I mean, uh, I mean, you can kind of oh, legendary 100 last year, anything kind of close to that? Yeah, it was packed there that night, too, I believe. And then also, I mean, I, I ran at the Tulsa shootout, and it was a packed house there, too. So that was pretty cool with the, being the dome and whatnot. But it's always cooler when you're racing in front of people. You know, it kind of makes you feel like, you know, like a celebrity and whatnot. So more people are there, the cooler it is. There's nothing worse than, you know, you, you bust your ass all week, you get to the track, it's 100 degrees, and you look up in the stands, and it's it's very light crowd. I'm like, yeah. that part does kind of suck, because it's like, we're doing this for the love of the sport and the fun, but when there's no people up there, it's definitely different. Yeah, that's the, I mean, that's the whole point. That's why, you know, that's why we're there. It's, you, you're there to put on a show. It's a spectacle. I don't care what anyone says. We're there to entertain random people. Right. Well, it's just like you said, Johnny. It's like that's it, the one night of the week where you know you're not working for the man. You you are the man. Right. You know that you've said that multiple times on this podcast. You know, well, it's true. And and but it's you know that more than that, it's um I don't want to make it trivialize you know what we do or anything, but you know I think it'd be awesome if somebody stuck a microphone in my face and I told. Mueller, what I thought of him or whatever, you know, just to, it's entertainment. It's an entertainment product. That's the point. You know, the, I, I was a little disappointed that nobody took the challenge this weekend. And, and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but that's part of the story. That's the story. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's more, like you said, there's multiple angles to that. Now, a couple mm-hmm. people could have took it. They declined it. And now it moves on to the next time we do this. Yep. So we'll, we'll all hit that up, but, uh, yeah, I mean that just like you guys are talking about, that's the whole premise of the pre-race show, you know, with the way streaming is nowadays, it's, it's easier for a race fan to, you know, just, Hey, let's put the bonfire up. We'll set up the TV on the table, fire up the barbecue beers are free here. Yep. And we're going to do it that way, which, you know, with the way things are going in today's world, I mean, it, it, it seems more logical to do it that way. You know, and that's what probably majority of the people want to do. The diehards are still going to show up and yeah. they're going to put their butts in the seats. There's there's something to be said, though, that you you the sights and the sounds and the smells and taking that shower on a Sunday after going to the race on Saturday night. And you're you know, wash eight pounds of dirt out of your hair. You know, I mean, there's there's something to be said for that. You no. know, it's it's you're I think you're really missing out as a race fan if you don't you know, do that at least a few times a year and, and realistically compared to, you know, baseball games or football games or stuff like that, you know, you can still bring an entire family to the races for, you know, a hundred bucks easy, right? you know, and you're going to feed them and you're going to, you know, they're going to have plenty of food, plenty to drink and, and walk out of there with a, an amazing product. You know, if they have the spare time to come down to the pits, you know, you know, and they can come and check out the cars and mingle with the drivers. And, you know, if the kiddos are with them and they got the little checkered flags and then you guys sign them and whatnot. I mean, that that's that that right there. I mean, besides the racing, I mean, that I know for some of you guys, that makes your night right there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You hitting on that. That was the most people I've seen in the pits in a long time was last Saturday. There were so many people walking and we're, you know, we're kind of parked down there at the end, but just the people walking down there and walking around and signing shirts and flags and hero cards. It was a lot of fun Saturday. I was autographing things like cell phone cases yep. and laptops. It's the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Did you sound like an Apple iPad or something? Yeah. That's Both what of it, you? Yes. Yeah. 
It was an iPad. That's what it was, not a not a laptop. The other guy's like, you signed it right in the middle. I'm like, you told me to sign it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was go first. You go in the middle. Oh, for sure. You take this prime real estate. (laughs) No, I saw that going on. I was like, what the? (laughs) Hey, they got to use that thing. Maybe they're taking it to school. Like, who signed that? Right. I can't. You know, it looks like chicken scratch. I don't know. Looks like an M. Looks like a J. I don't know. That was the first time I wrote 63 after my name. Wow. So what was an Apple iPad. I'm really moving up in the world. Right? Nice. <laughs> you know, I might have saw an iPad on eBay earlier today. Really? I a, the other part was scratched out. It was kind of looked like they took some alcohol to it, but there was still a remnants of a six and a three. I don't know yeah. if that was yours. It was probably broken. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to everybody that's wearing RTS gear at the track. You know how much RTS gear I've seen? Dude, in the like, last couple it, weeks, it's like a cult. <laughs> it's just awesome. I know, like, because now that you two are part pitted next to each other, it's like both crews are just all wearing RTS. Oh, yeah. It's like just just total crew shirts, everything. And then Johnny busts out last year's shirt this weekend. Yeah, he went vintage he RTS did already. I love the old ones. Dude, They're it was awesome. awesome. No, it was cool. I mean, like I've seen Brad Peterson. He was rocking the shirt all day and he had the kids running at the go-kart arena yep. earlier in the day. You know, we got UMSS officials that are wearing the shit. You know, uh, Lucas Logan was rocking it the week prior. I mean, I you know, I just want to give a shout out to everybody that's that's rocking that stuff. I know it's in, and I've already had a couple of people come up to me and they're like, hey, you know, if, if it wasn't black, I'd wear it. But it just gets so damn hot. I want to do it. So we are looking into it. Probably going to go with like a gray. I that think that's probably good. the best route to go. Um, whether it's a shirt or a hoodie, uh, we're looking into getting a different color, uh, just to accommodate for those people. Cause I get it. You know, you know, not everybody wants to wear black on a 90 degree day. That right. sucks. It is slendering though. Just so you know, everybody who doesn't want to wear black, all my shirts are black. That's all I own. <laughs> <laughs> so for the, for those people, we are looking into getting, uh, gray shirts and hoodies, same price. Nothing should change there. Uh, once we get an answer on that, we'll start taking some orders on those, uh, 25 for shirts, 40 for sweatshirts. I think the other cool thing is the sales of RTS stickers have gone through the roof. Yeah. It's very cool. Seeing them everywhere this weekend. Uh, they, they're, they're going up. I, I went back and looked at the number of cars that we have. The non-wing side is obviously killing it. I, just because we've raced two nights, um, I'm pretty positive there is an RTS sticker on every non-wing car. I think I might be missing a couple, but nice. I'm pretty sure there's one on every car. And we've, we're working on the wing series. Uh, it was really cool to have Jason Schill on the pre-race show. Yep. I had never, I knew of him. I had never met him before that. Uh, me and him had a chance to talk on the show and then after the show. And he was all about it. And he come up and he bought a few stickers from us. Uh, put a couple on his car. Nice. And I would assume maybe a couple going on the beer fridge. That's where I hope they go. That's a great place for them. Um, but just reminder, guys, you know, like these stickers, all the sales of the stickers go back to the drivers. All that money, it does not come back to RTS. It goes right back to these guys regardless. And, you know, and you know now that uh, Jason Schill has hopped on board, um, we're going to try to get into that. At, or that group of racing and maybe if we can build up a, a fan base there and get to know some of the drivers we're gonna you know maybe we can start doing bonuses and other classes too because right now it's just umss wings and non-wings um but we want to branch out to that so getting to know jason was awesome this weekend i know that uh he had uh raced a couple times in kersman's car yep. um so yep. you guys have some history with them 
Um, and he said that too, when he was over talking to me, when we were by your pit, Johnny and, uh, yeah, it's super cool guy. And, uh, just, it's just cool to see the outreach. I mean, I, I can't be, you know, just seeing where this whole thing has started up and where it is today. And it's just continuing to grow. Um, I just want to say thank you to everybody and everybody that's involved, everybody that's supporting. Thank you to you guys that have, I mean, Johnny, you've been on here probably 13 times now, Mike, you've been suckered into this deal. I don't know why you're still here. You don't get paid for this. It's a lot of fun, man. I'll do it. Do it all day, every day. Right on. Yeah, it's only eight for me, so just pump the brakes, buddy. Oh, you're at eight? Yes. We're at eight. We discussed this on the last one. Well, I've been drinking that episode. Well, yeah. There was a lot of lot of beers that went down that night. It's a true story. There were. It was a good time. Though. It was a fun time. That was episode 69S. If anybody wants to go back and listen to that <laughs> shit show. That's a good, that's right. that's a good one. It's yeah. one of the classics. You guys should all yes. listen to it. No, absolutely. So, yeah, everything's still for sale, guys. Come on out and check it out. It's cool. It's a lot of fun. It's great to see everything going on. I mean, seeing a bunch. Even when we drove the wheeler up there to do the pre-race show, I saw some golf carts with stickers, saw a couple cars and coolers. So it's it's cool, man. Just keep buying them stickers. Everything you do helps the racers out, and that's the main thing. Yeah. No, I mean, we've done three bonuses. We did uh, hard chargers week one. Uh, we did a try to stick with the bus theme. We did a I, I did nobody. We don't want to see guys going backwards. We don't want to see anybody getting wrecked. But, you know, it, it, we did a back of the bus bonus for bus night and you know it, it's kind of an unfortunate uh bonus but you know kind of help that you know help out in that aspect you know but uh anytime yeah. you want a bonus though it's a good deal anytime there's more money in your wallet at the pay window it's that's, all that matters no that's that's the that's the uh that's the key deal man and we can yep. keep doing that so no thank you to everybody we really appreciate it right on keep buying those stickers really tasty stuff stickers taste good what are they yeah. scratch and sniffs no the rts Oh, really, really tasty stuff. I was looking to describe it. We do not have scratch and sniff stickers. If they did, they'd probably smell like oranges. Yep. Because <laughs> everything's orange. Right. Like my new golf cart. The Orange Blossom Special. Yes. Is that what we're calling it now? Sure. What was it? Smart Car Orange? It's Smart Car Smart Orange. Smart Car Orange. Yep. Yeah, we need our uh, good buddy at DK Designs to get us some stickers for that. Yeah, that thing will look cool all pimped out with some RTS logos on it. Yep. She's, and, a, she's a beaut. And we, like, we did... Test it on Saturday. It does line up to the rear bumper of a sprint car. Oh, yeah. Yep, it'll be sweet. So, look out. I was hoping to have that thing there last Saturday, but... Uh, uh, what happened? Oh, boy. Our trail, well, my trailer, when we went to load it, I rolled it up there once, and it didn't tilt. Mm-hmm. So, I backed off. You done come over to try to help. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know whether to blame this on the trailer, the golf cart, or you. Well, it definitely wasn't me. You jumped on it to make it tilt. Well, that was kind of the whole point of a tilt trailer. <laughs> well, once she started going down, she done buckled. Yeah. She is no longer road worthy. Right. Quote, unquote, from Frank Gallagher, your trailer folded up like a cheap tent. It did. <laughs> That's Mr. Gallagher to you. Oh, man. Yeah, she junk. No. Uh, shout out to my neighbors. They uh, tried to provide us with a trailer. Yeah. Didn't quite go so well. Nope. I think it would have ended up about the same. Yeah. So we ended up leaving the new RTS mobile at home. So hopefully it'll be busted out this Saturday at the track. The debut of the speed wagon. I was going to call it RTS one. There you go. That's fine too. So because like I know you and me talked about it. I told Johnny about it in the garage when he got here. So I got thinking we should put like a top wing on it where the canopy is. Replace that, put a top wing on it, get that all lettered up. Yeah, it would look good. Nice micro wing up there. 
Johnny thinks we can get a full wing on there. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could definitely replace the roof. Full wing. Or just take it off because we are non-wing racers. It's true. true that is very too. true, but yeah. Mama Bear needs shade. Oh, yes. Maybe just leave that because, I don't know, the only wings I need are covered in buffalo sauce. <laughs> what kind of, what's your favorite? Garlic Parmesan. Johnny, what's your favorite? Mango habanero. Ooh. Ranch or blue cheese? Ranch. Yeah. You, say, you ranch. would never eat blue cheese if you'd seen it made. No, I'm a ranch guy. Isn't that mold? Yeah. It's moldy cheese. Ugh, what? Why? That can't be good for you. I don't know why. It just is. That's that's what it's made with. I've never tried it. It's It actually tastes good. It tastes a lot like ranch. Yeah. It's just thicker. It's just... Then why I, do they call it blue cheese? Because it's got blue moldy cheese in it. The chunks. I yeah. thought that was like green. What? It's Yeah, it's like a dark green blue. Yeah. Like a teal? No. No. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> there are some places that have great blue cheese, but if you mm-hmm. go somewhere... When you get like raw, like blue cheese that isn't creamy, like the actual blue cheese on a burger, it is disgusting. It yep. smells moldy. Yuck. Yeah. yeah. So you said, what did you say? Mango habanero. Yes. With blue cheese. No. No. Ranch. Oh, ranch. 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 I'm a ranch guy. Okay. Ranch. Okay. What's your go-to wing? Oh, parm garlic. What are you dipping in? Nothing. Nothing. Straight. No. Oh, dude. Pizza pub? Where I'm a punch card holder, best. Oh yeah, they got good wings there. <laughs> you gotta go yep. there for the wings. Are you yeah. guys are you guys uh traditional wing guys or boneless? I go back and forth. It's about every other time I'll go traditional. And then you know, if I'm feeling bougie and I wanna get my fingers all dirty, I'll go boneless. I'm going boneless all day. All right, me too. I I don't like to get my fingers dirty. You're not because I, I am bougie. You're not a chicken you're, on the No, bone guy. you're you're no. kinda dirty. No, I'm kind of dirty, but I don't like my fingers to be. Do you dirty. like any food on the bone though, like pork chops? Yeah, I like that. Okay, I Just like not chicken. Bone in ribeye. What about like bone in chicken thighs? Well, I'll eat them. I don't. Just not a fan of the bone chicken wings with it's, the bones. Yeah, no, they're just too messy. Yeah, like dry. If they were dry, like dry rubbed or whatever, drummies, I'd be fine. Drummies are fine. What about the wings at the well that got the bone in them? I, always, I like those. There are they're good. I always get the boneless there though too. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now I'm hungry. Yeah. Why did we do that? That was not smart. Speaking of food, do you got any pork chops in here? Yeah, right behind you. All right, good. I put them in there just for you. Does that mean I have to hit the sounder? Sounds like it. Oh shizzle. I don't even know if I have it turned up. Oh, bartender! Go food needs a refill. I don't know if it's technically a refill. It's his first one. Coors. <laughs> Rockies. <laughs> oh, yeah. What did you do that last time? I don't know. Rockies. It's a good batch. <laughs> nice. I saw something in Anoka that I've never seen before. Enlighten me. On yesterday, um, we were, my lovely bride and I went out to breakfast at the outpost in Ramsey, not the JJ's outpost in the official after bar of Cedar Lake Super Speedway. Oh, wait. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. And of the RTS podcast. Yeah, and the RTS podcast. Because that bar has really tasty stuff. <laughs> um, so, Like RTS stickers. Yeah. So we, we go by this billboard and I see all you can eat crab legs every Friday night. Really? And yeah. And I'm, and I'm like, I've never seen this before. I know what we're doing Friday. And Amy says to me, she goes, what did you, where did you see that? And I'm like, on a sign, like, Two blocks back. That's what I'm doing Friday. What place? Tavern at Greenhaven. So it's a it's a a clubhouse on a golf course. Nice. So I don't know if it's good or not. 
That sounds expensive. Probably, but worth it. I don't know. You're gonna have to. We're just gonna have to come back next week and let us know. I love crab. I do too. It's a lot of work. Yeah, a lot of work for not much, but but if it's all you can eat, oh, it's worth it. Yeah, you get there early and (laughs) stay late. They're gonna kick me out. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe you could order it like you order your wings. Crabless. Bones, <laughs> bones, <laughs> yeah. I'll take the crab, no shell. Shellless. Shellless crab. See, I don't get what the hype is over seafood. It's the best. It's horrible. No. It's the worst. Wow. It's that bad. Are you going to tell me you don't like ribeyes too? No, I like ribeyes. Okay, good. Yeah, no. Because that's all right. No, that's good. Yeah. Seafood's the worst. It has no taste. No, that's the best. Yeah. You take, you pop the crab out of the shell, some nice garlic butter sauce, dip it in there. No. Are you the, so Johnny, are you the guy that cracks it, dips it right in the butter and eats it? Or do you build a pile up then put it in the butter and take a big, then, then eat it all? Or are you right away? Right away. Yeah. So am yeah. I. I don't mess around. Yeah. The people that wait, yeah, there's something wrong with them. I know that. Well, they're going to get, if I'm sitting next to them, I'm going to be like, sweet. Thanks for doing all the work for me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I can do it. So seafood, seafood's not for me. I don't like it. So do you like the palm of the crab leg too? The white part? Or do you just do just all the crab legs? Um, typically, I do. Well, I'll just, it, it depends, I guess. Um, if they're cracking easy and I'm getting lots of meat out of them, then I'll venture into everything. But if they're, if they're kind of like hard and tough, then I get bored. Right. But I all am. you can eat, you just skip the palm. That's it's just I, give me the big yeah. crab legs. The sad thing is, though, is, is, you know, I always have to tell myself this is really good because all that seafood that's tasty, lobster, crab, all that stuff is bottom feeder stuff. So, yeah. unfortunately, but it's it's still good. I love it. Maybe that's why I like seafood so much because I'm a bottom feeder. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you're kind of a, actually, you're a cannibal. A cannibal? Yeah. Or a catfish. Catfish. You're a cannibal. You're eating your own kind. Bottom feeders. Oh, yeah. That's kind of weird. <laughs> Since we're on the topic of food, I did have to bring one thing up. What do you got? You guys both listen to K, both listen to, listen to K-Fan, right? Yeah. Yes. You guys heard that Papa Murphy's commercial? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yep. Have you heard it? I don't think so. It's so bad. What is it? So, literally, they're, like, talking about Papa Murphy's take and bake pizzas. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. You know what I'm talking <laughs> yes. about. Yep. Yes. When the daughter's like, as long as it's in my mouth. Yes. It's so bad. It's really it, bad. It is bad. Like, I want, who approved that? I know, but I was just like, I can't be the only person that heard that and said, Wow, how did that get approved by the FCC? Yeah. <laughs> Mark told me, and then it's like the next day, it's like every commercial that commercial was on. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, but the worst part is like she says it's as long as it's in my but then she says like dad before it it's uh-huh. like oh that makes it even worse yeah i think it might just be us no it can't be it can't be all three of us heard it right <laughs> well baby i remember i was i was at i remember like it was yesterday i'm at work i'm on the router and all of a sudden like i heard that specific sentence and I'm like on our heart radio you can back up 15 seconds yep. i was like did i hear that right and i sure shit heard it right <laughs> i was like how the hell did the FCC approve this? I don't know. It's too funny, though. It's so bad. If yeah. nobody knows what we're talking about, I'm sure you could probably YouTube it. Yeah. Somebody not besides this triangle right here has had to have noticed this. It's a good one. It's not good. It, I mean, it's got us talking about Papa Murphy's Pizza on the RTS podcast. 
So I would say that the advertising advertisers <laughs> did their job. It has worked. Right. You know, yeah. And for the 150 people that listen to this podcast, they're like, we're boycotting Papa Murphy's now. Oh, man. But their pizza's pretty good. Don't do that. Don't boycott. Don't don't pizza shame Papa Murphy's because their advertising is suspect. Their pizzas are delicious. Yes, they are. Have you ever had the heart pizza for Valentine's Day? Well, yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. Did you get one this year? No. So if you got one this year, they threw in cookie dough for free. Yeah, I no, I with as much as I would love that, but I would I would shame eat the whole thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, who's to say I did? Had a boy. No, there's a there's a rule in the lure household that if we're getting pizza, if we're going off the rails and eating pizza, we're getting jets, eight corner, turbocharged crushed. Extra pepperoni. Turbocharged crust? Yes. How do you turbocharge a crust? I don't know. It's some sort of mystical process they have there. They stick it in the machine, and it goes through, and it comes out amazing. It's like unicorns peeing on your tongue. It's so good. (laughs) It is amazing. I've had it before. It's delicious. Yeah. And I don't know what it is with square pizzas, but them four corner pieces, Mm -hmm. them are lights out. They're the best. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Okay, now I'm interested. I've never had Jet's Pizza. Yeah. It's good. It's so good. The, yeah, the crust is just thick. It's it's nuts. The whole thing. It's just, I don't know. Sounds like we need to have a Saturday night get together at the Lures for some Jets pizza. <laughs> we can do it. Yes. I'm in. Sign and me up. The best part about it is is we can't. It's so close. You can, We I have to walk there to get it. Yeah, we, you can see it. We won't pay for delivery. No. Because they laugh at us. Let's we'll take the golf cart. We could. We'll just do that. We just got to get the golf cart there. Shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would be fun. Shotgun and a beer, shotgun in the golf cart, driving to Jets Pizza. <laughs> That'd be the, uh, dude. What if? Okay, so hang on. What if we do this? Mm-hmm. We we yard sale the golf cart up to Jets Pizza, and as we're like, so Johnny runs in to get the pizza. Me and Mike are in the golf cart, probably twelve beers deep. Yep. This is probably a bad idea already, but I'm gonna roll with it. I'm starting to like it. And they one of their delivery cars is out in the parking lot. Mike gets out of the car, oh my God. out of the golf cart, runs to the car, grabs the little triangular little light up thing and puts it on the top of the golf cart. And That'd be awesome, except I don't think we'd get away with it because they could just look out the door and be like, <laughs> oh, there it is down there at that place. <laughs> yeah. But that would be great. Remember the time Jets Pizza called me from your phone? Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> They're like, hey, is Johnny available? I'm like, no. But you have his phone. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was. I, I can't believe that that worked out that way. Because they, yeah. they called. It was funny. They called. I looked at the numbers that they called. And they called some numbers of people that I haven't talked to in 15 years. <laughs> and randomly Mike Mueller. That's the best. <laughs> Just the best. So uh, how many people did they call? Because if you're saying that they didn't call people that you ain't talked to in 15 plus years. I think they called about five. Because... By the time, by the I was basically home. Well, it's it's literally like two blocks. Oh away. yeah, yeah, it's right so, across the street. So I was home, and uh, Mike had called Amy and said, "Hey, you left your phone at Jets," and so I turned around and walked back up there and got it. And basically, what it was was I was sitting there waiting to get the pizza done, and you know, scrolling away, looking at who knows what Twitter, Facebook. Snapchat. I was probably looking at 
Mike's Snapchats from the night before or something where he was winning big at Rippy's or something good. Sounds about right. And I set my phone down and just grabbed the, you know, because I was excited about pizza and left it there. That was awesome. Well, I think we were all together the night before, so that's why when you were called, I was probably probably said something stupid, too, when he answered. I'm like, hey, what's up, MFR? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, do you know whose phone this is? I'm like, yeah, it's yours. What's up? <laughs> or something like No, that. I'll be real. You answer the phone, you're like, yes, hi, this is the selfie king of Chisago. How may I help you? <laughs> <laughs> why haven't you opened my snaps? <laughs> No, uh, and what's even that was a good story. No, what's even worse about this guy being the selfie oh, king of Chisago County is that his service is so bad, except for at Cedar Lake, which is totally random. I, I have the best, which is stupid. He'll send snaps, and then all of a sudden, I won't get them until like the next day. And I'll be like, How the hell did you send that? He's like, Oh, I must send it like yesterday, <laughs> or they'll be out of order. So then nothing's funny when I'm sending 10 snaps. Yeah, you're the selfie king of Chisago County. Highway 8 needs me. <laughs> I oh, mean, it's the best. Oh my god! Especially when Mark's taking a snap of me taking selfies like this, and then he sends <laughs> me a video, and he's like, "The snap behind the snap." It is. It's that <laughs> it's, bad. That's hilarious. Because literally, like, I mean, when did we talk about this on the last podcast? I don't know. Like seriously, he's just like he's trying to find. He's like, dude, like get a selfie stick if you're trying to get the right angle. I get, had a selfie stick. Once. You should reinvest in one. Seriously, he's like, uh, uh. Oh, no, that doesn't work. Oh, how's my ass? <laughs> that you, doesn't sound like me. You've done it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, Snapchat's a lot of fun. I feel like that's what you're thinking, but maybe you're not saying it out loud. Dude, I do that. not have an ass. <laughs> I got nothing. No dump truck for me. I'm just going to take the high road over here. This is your one free one, Mike. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, nope. That would have been like hitting a softball. I'm not doing it. Next segment. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Race Day Rewind presented by the Racing Insiders, your one-stop pit stop for everything NASCAR, the Arca Series, Trucks, Xfinity, and the Cup Series, all at the palm of your hand. Go and check the Racing Insiders out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, or at theracinginsiders.com. Formula uh, didn't race this week. I was going to say, I don't, I don't remember seeing anything. I know. I was this dramatic <laughs> pause. Uh, no, they were off. Uh, they will race this weekend in Spain because two weeks ago they were at Coda. So, you know, that's a long travel to back over this, across, this, across the ocean, right. across the pond. Uh, they're going to be at Spain. And I wrote this down because I want to try to pronounce it the right way. They are going to be in Spain racing the Pirelli Gran Premio de España. Sounds good. I don't know what any of that means, but... The I, last part is of Spain. Really? Well, yeah. What do you think España means? Oh. I thought it was like a coffee. <laughs> Espresso? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The Pirelli Grand Premio de España. So it's the Grand, it's the Pirelli Grand Prix of Spain. So they just say it backwards. Right. Oh, see, I never took Spanish class, so that's why I didn't know that. Me neither. Dos margaritas, por favor. Do you want two margaritas? Yep. I don't have any margaritas. That's fine. You can have a cruise light. I'm just showing off my Espanol. What else do you know? 
No comprende English, amigo. <laughs> That's the only thing I know. <laughs> no comprende English. What did you say? English, yo? No, no comprende English, amigo. Oh, amigo. That means friend. <laughs> <laughs> What's English mean? English. Oh, that's good. I don't know. What's no comprende? Doesn't speak. How about doesn't comprehend? Whatever. <laughs> that's all I say. Red Bull is back on top and Ferrari still coming out of nowhere. And then the big one after that one, Monaco. Can you can you really say that Ferrari's coming out of nowhere though? Yeah. They're a historically premier team. But they haven't been for years now. This I feel like the thing is though with Formula 1, which I I like Formula 1, I really do. Before the drive for whatever they call that the show. The Drive to Survive. Yeah. Netflix series. If you um, haven't seen it, check it out. I feel like Ferrari has always been really good. Um, and then the other thing that I think is it seems like the teams go in cycles. So there be they'll be good for three or four years and then they mess with the rules or they everybody else kind of catches up and, and I think that's what's going on with Mercedes right now. They just they were too good for too long. Seven and, years. And now they're just they've either gotten a little bit behind or something in their rules package has changed and it's it's messed with their deal. No, absolutely. I mean, I, I completely agree there. No, there, there was a rules change when it comes. It's kind of like what NASCAR did with uh, evening out what you can get from like vendors mm-hmm. with the parts. Uh, it's something along those lines. It's just more of an integral term that I don't know the terminology behind it. So I'm not going to try to sound smart when I don't know it. Right. Um, but it's definitely played into why Mercedes has gotten a little off to a slow start this year. Um, with the whole Ferrari thing, uh, no, they've been prominent in motorsports for decades. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you, you hit the nail on the head is that these teams, they rotate. Like look at McLaren. They, they've been yep. irrelevant for how long now? But Ferrari definitely, uh, they've got a good driver combination. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, Leclerc and uh, Carlos Sainz. Yep. Uh, they're killing it there. Um, but just seeing that, you know, they're back on track, you know, you're so used to seeing those red, I mean, even back in the day, the red Marlboro cars, yep. you know, up front. Um, but it's it's good to see, and, you know, and nobody likes a winner, so everybody's all happy-go-lucky that Lewis Hamilton's sucking it up this year. Right. But at the same time, it's, you know, it's kind of like the whole Jimmy Johnson thing. It's like he, it's, he got paired up with a good team. You just it's hard to it's hard to appreciate dominance like that. Right. So Formula One in España <laughs> this coming weekend. Check it out. I'm sure it'll be on at the butt crack of dawn on ESPN too. More than likely. <sighs> IndyCar. It's uh it's Indianapolis five hundred month, boys. Yes, coming it, up quick. So they've they've been in Indy. They kicked things off. They've already been doing practice for the Indy 500, but the the IndyCar guys, they hit the road course at the uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Colton Herta led 50 to 75 laps and uh, led to his seventh career victory in the IndyCar series. Kind of a weird deal. Uh, don't really see this very often, but the race was originally scheduled for 85 laps. Got, only ran 75 because of a two-hour time limit. Oh, I thought maybe they had a tire shortage or they were compounded by the price of fuel. <laughs> no, two-hour time limit. Wow. And I don't know if that's coming down from IndyCar. I didn't get a chance to watch a race. I don't know if it was a TV thing, but I read that when I was looking over my notes, and I was like, that's a little odd, and there wasn't much of an explanation behind it. 
Can you imagine that? You're running second, and your crew chief is like, the guy leading is just going to run out of fuel. He's going to run out of gas. You're going to win this race. And then all of a sudden they go, we got to shorten it. White flag. (laughs) Wait a minute. What? You said there was 10 to go. I would lose my mind. Yeah, that'd be pretty disappointing. (laughs) But think about it. IndyCar did that, and then that ARCA race two weeks, two or three weeks ago got shortened. Yeah, they did do the same thing. Yeah, so this is, I don't know, is this a new trend here? Maybe just with the TV time limits, they got to get it done in time. So more than likely, that's, I'm guessing that's what it is. Man, it just sucks. And TV's dictating so much of what's going on with these motorsports right now. It's stupid. Very dumb. Uh, so Colton Hurt picks up the win. Simon Pagano second. Will Power comes home third. And our guy, old seven time, 22nd. Nice. Hey, at least he's consistent. You know, that's the biggest thing. <laughs> well, he wants it, to be consistent. Isn't he out there driving with one arm? Didn't he break his arm or something? I don't know. I think he did something to his shoulder. I thought oh, it was he? his wrist. Maybe it was his wrist. I think it was his wrist because they said they built a special glove for him. Oh. Yeah, but I think he had surgery. It's like it was just yeah. a minor surgery that oh. he needed. Any kind of surgery is a little more than minor, like in my eyes. But yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. I just I cannot believe I've said this before that he's sucking this bad. And this is what he wanted to do. Yeah. Right. And the fact that Ganassi's still backing it. Well, I don't, it must be no sponsorship money there in the bag for him. Well, it's that Carvana or whatever the hell it is. That cars on a vending machine. He's he'll that guy will be able to race whatever he wants for as long as he wants for whenever he wants because he's good he's a good spokesman he's good whatever and he's good for the he's good for that series i mean think about it we're talking about him he finished 22nd who the hell cares who finishes 22nd right but we're talking about him right well it's just a storyline because like even we talked about on the last episode is he ran sixth at texas on an oval Mm -hmm. he just can't figure out the road courses right or street course so that's why for me i'm curious to see what he's going to do in the 500 yeah. In a couple of weeks. That's exciting. That's probably the best story for me. Oh, yeah. You know, I would I would love it. I was never really a, a fan of his, but I appreciate the 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 dominance or whatever, he, whatever you want to call it. Mm. And I I just wanted to see that keep going. I wanted to see him win, you know, 10 of them things in a row. And you can say whatever you want, but if you put him in that position and he delivers, it's you have to appreciate the excellence. No, absolutely. That's why I think it's, it's, I'm excited to see what he does mm-hmm. and what he can do at the Indy 500, his first ever Indy 500. Yeah. When Kurt Busch ran it a couple of years ago, it was a huge storyline and it was just cool to see him and an underfunded NASCAR team. Then he jumps over and runs the Indy 500 and he did a great job coming home in sixth place. So, yeah, yeah. did double duty that week. Yep. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And which has got, I mean, that's another thing is you were always hearing about like Tony Stewart did it and Kurt Busch did it. Robbie Gordon did yeah, it. Yeah. Robbie mm-hmm. Gordon. Yeah. It's a great point. The only other person that isn't even in that's even in the conversation of doing that anytime soon is Kyle Larson. Yep. And they're saying there's a good chance in the next year or two that we will see it. I yep. hope so. It'd be it'd be pretty incredible to see him do it. Somebody that literally has a chance to win both like Tony did back in the day. Yeah, for sure. No, I think it'd be cool to see. He did just win the Kentucky Derby or whatever that thing was. I did see that <laughs> meme, yeah. <laughs> what? They had the Kentucky Derby winner. What, Brad Keselowski? <laughs> yeah kyle larson <laughs> i was driving brad keselowski <laughs> nascar's at kansas xfinity series had the weekend off trucks ran on saturday night zane smith bring it home first ty majeski wisconsin guy comes home second and grand Enfinger comes home third yeah good run for ty he's been doing a lot of stuff a lot of different cars and everything but cool to see him you know get a podium with the truck series absolutely cup series ran on sunday per usual 
Kurt Busch. Good to see old Kurt Busch. Just talked about him with the Indy 500 stuff. Uh, picking up his first win of the year. Uh, first win at Kansas. Led 116 laps while doing so. His 34th career win. Second second overall win for 2311 Racing. You know, with all of the crap that Kurt Busch put himself through in those early years of his career and looking to where he is today, like, you can legit feel good about him winning a race because of just the complete personality 360 that that guy's done. Yeah, like you said, he was kind of a kind of an idiot and very ignorant back in the day and lost a bunch of good rides and kind of went down to the bottom tiers and worked his way back up and got back with Stuart Haas and then moved over to Ganassi and now he's back with 2311 racing, pretty cool racing for Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin and did a heck of a job. That car was really cool, the suit was cool. He did a great job, and also one thing I saw, too, with, like, the 21-year reunion of, like, Adam Petty's death in the 45 car, and then the 45 car win, so. Oh, really? Per- I yeah, didn't see that. Pretty crazy, too, wow. for that to happen, but it's just, it's how it works sometimes. Kyle Larson second, Kyle Busch third. It was the Kyle and Kyle show up until Kurt Busch decided to ruin the party. Yeah. Uh, Toyotas were five of the top six, Kyle Larson being the only Chevy up there. So yeah. to- Toyotas, they've been up and down like a roller coaster ride all year, and they finally show some dominance at Kansas. Next up, Cup Series is heading to Texas for the All-Star Race. It is All-Star Weekend. Yeah. Racing for a million bucks. This weekend is? Yep. Sorry, I haven't been paying any attention. My thoughts were NASCAR. Is that thing still around? Whoa! I still like it. I just don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get it on TV unless it's on regular TV. So. See, that's the problem with TV. Everything's on cable. Right. How are you supposed to gain viewership when it's all on cable? Well, and every streaming device is different now, or service. You can get some channels, some of them you don't. It's just, it's getting to be pretty insane. But hats off to Kurt Busch. Great to see that team in victory lane. Yeah. You know, especially MJ, my guy. You know, we're both Chicago natives. Good to see that man get a victory. Isn't he from North Carolina? He played in Chicago. All right. Close enough. Right. It's fine. <laughs> so as, as long as we're on that subject, go I, on. I'm going to go there. Okay. He is the greatest. Anybody who thinks LeBron is, shut the F up. You don't know what you're talking about. And I completely agree. MJ for the win all day, every day. So what's your Mount Rushmore of basketball players? Oh, yes. Bring it. Let's, let's see where it is. Because this is, this is Mr. Hoop over here right in front of you. What's up? So how many people are on Mount Rushmore? Four? Yep. Okay, it'd be your top four basketball You should have known that. You shouldn't have to ask me. Of all time. Why should I know that? You don't know how many presidents were on Mount Rushmore? It could have been five. <laughs> Didn't you ever see Richie Rich? Oh, my God. <laughs> Richie Rich. Yes, that was a great movie. So, first of all, I'm not a huge NBA guy by any means. But I'm sure your top four is going to be through the roof. Right. I can already see it. Right. Well, obviously, we're going to start with MJ. One. Magic. Wow. Two. Okay. Kareem. Okay, so back-to-back Lakers. And Wilt the Stilt. A lot of Lakers on there. Well, doesn't everybody eventually play for the Lakers? MJ stayed with one team. Oh, oh my goodness. No, good. he did not. Okay, that whole Wizards thing was yeah. a fluke. Hey, he played for him Because he owned like And half. he played for the White Sox, too. <laughs> that... Man, should have never tried to play baseball. <laughs> Why didn't they kick him out for gambling? No, he just sucked. He realized that he could not bat and was like, okay, I need some 
I need some money because I have a gambling problem and I need to go back and play <laughs> basketball. <laughs> that was a really unique top four. Yeah, I don't even know who three of them were. Which three? The last three? <laughs> yeah. Magic Johnson? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. I would have probably did MJ, Kobe, Shaq. <laughs> just kidding. Shaq. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, Kevin Love. What? Kevin Love? What I don't the follow hell? basketball. I know you don't. You've watched more basketball in this house in the last six months than you have in your entire life. Steph Curry. Get the fuck out of here. He should not be on anybody's Mount Rushmore unless you were born from 2000 to today. Who's on your top four? MJ. Kevin Garnett. <laughs> What's so funny about that? Just funny. He's the best. He's one of the best power fours to ever play this game. He's the best at dropping F-bombs. He was really good in that Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> he was really good in that I, I movie. Actually, I actually Uncut heard he was good. I heard that wasn't really good. That was good. a really good it. movie. Yeah, it's really good. Garnett was awesome. Surprisingly, uh, I'm going to go with Allen Iverson on that. But neither one of you two know who that is. 76ers, AI. Right, good job. Good job. And my, well, I would probably do AI fourth and probably do Kobe third. So MJ, KG, Kobe, AI. Because we're talking about practice. Perfect. Not a game. Practice. Enough with the pavement princesses. What you got on the dirt, Mike? A lot of dirt racing over this last week. World of Outlaws. Jacob Allen wins the Gettysburg Clash at Lernerville. Pretty cool for him to pick up the win. Past Justin Peck late in the race. And he was quick. Gets his second win of the year. Who would have thunk that? He's been hot. He's been on fire. They're, them guys are running really good. He's almost running better than Logan Shuart. I think he is running better than Logan Shuart. Yeah. Carson Macedo wins. No, I take that back. Why would you get my hopes up? That's my guy. Well, Why guy. would you tell me that Carson Macedo won and he didn't? Well, your guy, lucky he didn't win and he finished second Ooh, Okay, because he was light at scales. <sighs> so he got DQ'd and he's, I haven't seen a sprint car be light at scales in a long time. Ooh. It does happen in late models a couple times a year. So pretty surprising there. But Brent Marks picks up the win. Jacob Allen had it in the bag. And runs out of fuel with two laps to go at Williams oh, Grove. Oh, man, that's why Carson was short, light on fuel. Yep, so he could have went back-to-back there in, in Pennsylvania's home state. But, yeah, Brent Marks picks up his second one of the year. Another big win for him, and they're clicking right now. They're fast. Next up for the Outlaws, Tuesday at Bridgeport, and then they're at Attica and Sharon this weekend. That'll get rained out, a.k.a. no tire route. <laughs> right. USAC, Brady Bacon wins at Lakeside, and Robert Ballou wins at I-70. So, like Ballou said, it's the Brady and Ballou show. So, those guys have been fast there at Terre Haute this coming weekend, and there's some wild USAC races this weekend. Car cones weren't the great, but the racing up front was good. Okay, let's think about it. You had USAC and Power Eye in the same state within an hour of each other, running the same division. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? Yeah, not very smart, but Jesus, they just they can't get along, and they'll schedule on top of each other that close, I guess. Stupid. Shout out to the people that reopened I-70, though. That place is cool. I mean, I, that was the first time I've seen the non-wing sprint cars there, and man, they are flying. That place was cool when it was asphalt track. Really? Yeah. Back in the back in the day, man. I don't know. I saw the wing cars there, and <laughs> Brian Brown's part of helping promote that place. But it, I don't know. It's cool. It's a big track. It's fast. It's wide. It, it looks scary. I'd, I'd go there. Mm-hmm. Lakeside's badass too. You were watching that, and you're like, man, that. I was. You were like, man, that place looks huge, and I was like, that TV shot does not do its justice down there. So is it bigger than it looks on TV? Or absolutely. Is it, is it really? Absolutely. Okay. 
It's a, they, they, I think they classified it almost as a four tens. That's what they called it on TV, but yeah, I didn't know if that's what it actually I, was or not. I think the reason, well, so, I mean, obviously we're talking say, same size as Jackson. Mm-hmm. Jackson's flat. Lakeside's yep. got the bank to it. Yeah. Um, but it just almost like, you know, with Jackson, it's almost like a big four tens paperclip where this has almost got kind of an oval, like, I don't know, kind of like egg shaped. Right. Sure. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice place. And I was like, Mike, I was like, that's, I mean, that place was underwater like two years ago, mm-hmm. you know, but that place is cool. Uh, Lakeside's a nice place. They got a nice facility there. All-stars were at I-96 Speedway in Michigan and Justin Peck picks up the win. He's been pretty hot lately, having some great runs. Wayne County, 100% Hunter Schoenberg gets his second one of the year. And then Waynesfield back on Saturday night. Justin Peck gets another win on the weekend. Drinking Miller Lights. Yeah, Peck's been hot right now. They got that 13 Butch Motorsports car rolling good, and he's moved up to second the points, and he's catching Courtney. Courtney did not have the greatest weekend, but... Yeah, what's been going on with him this year? He started off hot. I think he got two, two, three wins right off the top, and then they just been just haven't been there. I mean, they had some good competition last weekend and the weekend before and a lot of cars, so... You remember the debate about that with Courtney and everything that he did last year? And you're like, oh, well, should he go full-time outlaws or should he do one more year with the All-Stars? If he would have went full-time outlaws this year and he was running the way he is right now, he'd be screwed. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I think maybe they would have did it, but just with that strong rookie class with the outlaws, with Baston and Casey Kane, they probably didn't want to do it because they can probably, you know, lock it up next year since there's probably not going to be very many people moving up, if any, besides him. So I don't know. It's hard to say, but they're at they're co-sanctioned with the IRA this weekend at Wilmot, Plymouth, and Angel Park. So Ooh, just right down the road. Yeah, local All Star racing with the IRA. So it should be a huge car count for a three day show up here in Wisconsin. So absolutely, that'd be cool. It'd be cool if we were running with them or something. That'd be a fun race, fun weekend to go watch and race. Wisconsin wing was running. Sport I believe class? they're running Wilmot. Ooh, that's it. Well, you never know. Knoxville raced for their second week of the year. Brian Brown sweeps it with the 410 win. So that's two wins in a row for him at Knoxville. And Clint Gardner wins the 360s. Very nice. Very nice. Good to see the boys racing back in Knoxville. Yeah, there was a big couple big wrecks there this weekend. And they had a good car count, a lot of drivers there. So it was pretty cool. And then Sunday, a lot of them went over to Houston's. And Linton Jeffrey picks up the win. Say what? Yeah, hasn't won there in like 12 years. So picked up the win through the rubber, started on the pole. He was fast. And then local kid that won at Cedar Lake last weekend in the wing car, Trevor Service, picks up his first win in Houston's. Very nice. So that was pretty cool. And then he won the weekend or the night before at Arlington. So he's got three wins in the last eight days. So he's been fast in that 10 car. Hot start for Trevor. Let's yeah, go. Absolutely. The XR late models were at Charlotte. Oh, boy. Garden sheds on wheels. Chris Madden picks up 25000 Wednesday night. It's the only good thing about these late models is they're just racing for some mad cash. Dude, it is <laughs> insane the amount of money they can do. But the racing's good, too. Barry Brown with the XR Super Series is doing a good job. Madden wins 25K Wednesday. Kyle Larson, he's get, I mean, if if he keeps it, his foot in it, he might go somewhere someday. <laughs> so he picks up another 25K Thursday night. Friday falls to rain. Hey, got then, a second, but he's racing at seven and he's jousting at nine. Exactly. <laughs> you <laughs> see was, the picture? Yes. <laughs> That was funny. He's literally in victory lane. One picture of him holding up the plaque or whatever. And then there's a second picture of him wearing like a knight's helmet, holding the sword, <laughs> the sword. fucking shield. And I was like, oh, when you're racing at seven, but I got a jousting meet at nine. That's that awesome. Was, we're crying laughing. <laughs> That's funny. And then Saturday night, it's Chris Madden again for 50K. He is on fire with these big races. He's made a lot of money at Bristol with the XR Super Series. 
comes back and wins two of the three at Charlotte. So I think it was eighty grand for his paychecks. Jesus. So he is on fire. It should cover his diesel from from, <laughs> from Bristol to Charlotte. Yeah, no crap. <laughs> it's nuts. The late models. I mean, and it just keeps going. And then they also had the flow night in America Wednesday at Spoon River, and Brandon Shepard wins that for twenty two grand. Then they go to Lincoln Speedway. Dennis Herb Jr. wins that one for twenty two grand. That place looked wild. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Um, Farmer City Friday Turbo wins on the last lap. I think he passed Brandon Shepard, but I, that was another big payday. And then Saturday at Falls at Fairbury American Legion Speedway, Bobby Pierce wins thirty k. Look at that! So, you already rattled off three different locations in the great state of Illinois that produced great late model racing. Illinois has great late model racing. It ah. is phenomenal. So yeah. A lot, a lot of big money on the line for late models this year. And, there, I mean, a lot of different winners. There was, I mean, Chris Madden's kind of won a lot lately. Brandon Overton hasn't been that great. Shepard's winning here and there. Now he's going full-time Lucas, like we said. And Davenport's getting some big wins, but not like he was last year. So it's it's kind of up in there on who's going to win these races. And they're getting great competition, big car counts. It's pretty fun to watch. Sell the farm. We're going late model racing, boys. It wouldn't be a bad idea. They're racing for a million bucks here coming up pretty quick. Johnny? Hard no. Okay. If it's I'm a million gonna, dollars. If I'm going to drive a school bus, I'm going to do it at Cedar Lake and school bus night in front of 12,000 people. Yeah, that sounds like fun. That would be pretty fun. That would be pretty fun. Anything else about these garden sheds? That was about it. I mean, Cedar Lake, Cedar Lake race. Something For, you know, local racing, Cedar Lake, Rice Lake, Deer Creek, Mississippi Thunder, Red Cedar, Casino Speedway, I-94. A lot of tracks kicked off this weekend, so... Looks like a lot more to come next weekend, and uh, I think it's almost 100% go time around here. Did you just unbelievable. He can't work with you anymore. You're fired. What? You said it's about 100% to go around here. <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> Going to have to edit that part out. All right. Uh, Johnny, you got anything on any race day rewind? No, I'm good. No notes? No nothing? Why didn't no, you come prepared? No. I told you in the email. Yeah, what's the email? Uh-oh. Was your email or his email? <laughs> yeah, what email? Um, you just texted me and said, "Hey, we're doing this at five. Be here." Okay, you got it, boss. And then we didn't start recording till like seven <laughs> at the pre-race meeting. Yep. Well, yeah, off-air production meeting. Race day rewind presented by the Racing Insiders. You want to stop this stop for everything NASCAR? Check them out at theracinginsiders.com. On the other side of the break, mail it in Monday. It is back, and we've got some stuff that came in the week before, before we got, how does a podcast get rained out? Mother, Mother nature. nature turns the lights off. Yeah. <laughs> she, uh, she's been, she's been mean this year. Yeah. She you know, has been. Canceling races, canceling summer for part of the year, spring, spring basically got canceled, canceled. Oh yeah. yeah. We went from like mediocre spring to summer so but now we're going back to spring what makes you think she can't cancel podcast too well she sure did because you know what she decided that she wanted to throw hail and straight line winds and tornadoes at us so that's why we didn't record last week so we're going to recap some of the stuff we got from last week's mailing and money that we were able to get to on top of everything that we got this week plus our feature winners of the week and everybody's favorite segment the RTS nightcap, all of that, and then some. It has been the Reaction Time Sports Podcast live here with Mark, Mike, and Johnny. Hey, everybody. It's Mike on the mic, Mike Mueller, driver of the 87 Lightspeed Equipment Sprint Car and co-host of the Reaction Time Sports Podcast. Tune in and find us on all your favorite podcast apps today.
episode 75 continues here from the Reaction Time Sports Studios. And one of our favorite segments is finally back after being gone for so long. Because this is a racing bit. This is the only time we do it. Right. But it's back. We were going to do it last week. But Mother's Nature said, no, no. We don't do that. Not today. We've got mail. Mail it in Monday. Presented by Taylor Jolin Photography. We got to get to a question that was asked last week. Yes, we do. From the UMSS, which I believe this probably there's there's a, quite a couple admins on that Facebook page. Right. But I believe this one came from our uh, most favorite tech guy, Matt. What's up, Matt? And he asked, "How did tires hold up?" And now this is pertaining to last Saturday, not this Saturday, or two Saturdays ago. This is not pertaining to last Saturday, but we can answer for both. He is saying that brand new tires were 10 points high on the durometer. Thoughts? Well, I mean, if, if the tires were definitely 10 points higher on the durometer, that means they were harder. And my tire burned off like it was softer. So I don't know how to work. But yeah, my tire was pretty much junk after the hot laps, the heat race, and the feature on opening night. And this is from two weeks ago? From two weeks ago, yeah. Okay. Now, this is from two weeks ago, like we just said. Johnny, you weren't there. Any thought on that? Based on what I saw from this past Saturday, if as far as tire wear is concerned, they should go for 100 points higher on the durometer because them tires ain't holding up. No, and I agree with you. I mean, with Cedar Lake letting the track go and it taking rubber this past weekend, I had put on a brand new tire for the right rear because it's all I had, and uh, it's junk because the track took rubber. And, um, yeah, it's junk. The left rear is probably salvageable for a couple races, but the right rear is definitely junk, and it feathered both front tires pretty bad. And like I said, I've never bought a new front tire in my sprint car racing career. I've always bought used ones and these were brand new tires and they have two races on them and they can be replaced. I don't know. I don't know. It's more, it was more of the racetrack this past weekend, right. but the racetrack definitely ate the tires up. Well, I know you and me, Johnny, were talking about this, you know, and just how tires are coming out now and they're just acting weird. Saturday didn't isn't i don't think a really true test of you know what we're what we're doing as far as tire sizing goes just because the tires that i was running were from they were left over from last year Mm. and they sat on the shelf in my shop all winter and i didn't air them up or air them down or i didn't do anything with them so when i i blew them up and set them to pressure or whatever they measured one way and then i let them sit in the sun for a little while and and they did whatever and they just i don't know they were just given weird weird readings but i think that's just a product of not really working with them or anything i don't think it's any i don't think it has anything to do with the tires themselves right well i mean even going back to last year too depending on what you bought at a chalk on that thing they weren't even chalking right yeah and that's you know it's just part of the game with the chalk numbers right I I expect one thing and I want one thing only. Don't throw me a curveball. Right. Well, it's (laughs) making my job harder. (laughs) You know, it's, it's one of those deals where, and I'm sure Mike, you found this too. You, you buy a chalk size that you expect to measure a certain way. And, and the next year you just kind of go, well, this is what they were doing last year. So I'm going to start out by buying one of those, but then they might come out completely different. And then you just, you just adjust from there. Yeah, that's kind of how my deal was. We got one this year, and, and I got a 109.5, and it came out at 106 and three quarters. Yeah, that's big. So it was really big. So I, I had nothing. there's nothing I can do because I didn't have another left rear, so I ran more stagger than I wanted to just because of the way, the circumstances. So. Did you just say 106 and three quarter? Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. So pretty, uh, pretty, it's just, I don't know. It's part of the deal, I guess. So I just got to remember to buy smaller tires. I had to blow yours up just to get the 105. Yeah. I think, I think what's going to end up happening this year is, and, and I'm kind of already looking ahead to this is, is at some point we're not going to be able to get what we need or, or whatever. And we're just going to have to make do with what we have, whatever that it happens to be. If it's a tire that's too big or too small or more wore out than you would like it to be, we're just going to have to bite the bullet and run it. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of the way it is. Cause I, I didn't have any other tires to put on. So I had to put the new one on cause I had a junk one from the previous week and now I have two junk ones. So it's a, uh, it's a pretty bad deal right now. And it's, you know, it sounds like Hoosiers trying to do everything they can. It is what it is. You know, I mean, talking like Mike's two weeks into the season, Johnny, you're one week in the season, but from two nights of racing and one night of racing, a combined total of six wrecked tires between two people already. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Which is insane. It's, it's not a, it's certainly not an ideal situation, but it's it ha- part of the game. Yeah, it, it is. It happens. I'm sure I could sit here and say, well, oh, they should have watered the track. Well, it also they also got what six inches of rain this week. I'm sure they didn't want the track to turn into a muddy field, and and they're doing the best they can. And they were they were working to keep the show moving along. I mean, they, let's be honest, there was twelve thousand people there, and they could have put monkeys on tricycles, and they that group of fans wouldn't have cared what they were doing on the racetrack because they were there to see school buses. Oh yeah, they didn't care about anything. So no, it was buses and buses only. Right. So. Everything in between there was a piss break. Exactly. That's what that was. But no, I mean, it's like you said, it's part of the game. It's part of the gig. We're going to burn tires up, but it's just at least we're all used to them not burning up after one night. You would hope to with with the cost increase and and just what they cost in general. You would hope to be able to get a couple of nights out of a out of a right rear something to make it just not. Well, it's like a quite co- so hard on a guy, right? Yeah, a couple nights where you're maybe running that thing in the feature, and then you turn it into a heat race tire, then it's done. Yep, you know that's usually been the forte of this deal, but now we're not even getting mm-hmm. that. So, uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, two weeks into the year, obviously we got a couple weeks off before Eagle Valley and Cedar Lake, but yeah, it's it's gonna be quite interesting once we start talking July, yep, August, where we where we have more races in a row. Yeah, you know? it's gonna get interesting. Gonna get very interesting. Who stocked up last season before everything went down? That's gonna be the, the real question. Yeah. Right. This week's questions. Mail it in Monday. You guys know the drill. Usually every Monday around the nine thirty. Nine thirty. I should say. Uh, you can't even say that. Nine thirty. Can't say noon thirty. There's just nothing that works for that. Right. Three hours before noon thirty. That works too. When I'm on my lunch break at work, we post about Mail It In Monday on the RTS Facebook page. You can head on over there. We ask for your questions, your comments, your uh, topics of discussion that we can use here on the uh, on the podcast. And we love hearing from you guys. We got some good ones this week, so make sure you keep bringing them in. Uh, you can put them on the post. You can comment. You can uh, send them in our messenger if you want to stay anonymous. Or uh, you can send it to our email at reactiontimesports at hotmail.com. That would be quite interesting if we got an email about that. You got you got something? You're looking at your phone. You got something? No, something absolutely. coming late? Nope. Oh, nothing on the Twitter feed? Nothing. TikTok? Uh looks clear. Okay. Good deal. Instagram? It's IG, but it's good. Snapchat? Nothing. Just a selfie. Tinder? Nothing. Grinder. I don't know. <laughs> Bumble? 
Bumblebees? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Where's the honey? Oh, you were, dude, I don't know, but there was a bumblebee or a, a bee that really wanted some of your honey in my truck yesterday. Yeah, yeah I got lucky there. No, oh, that was terrible. I had to pull the truck over to get a bee out of my truck, and I had to kill it with a number two pencil. Okay, by the way, it wasn't me. I tried killing it, and then it attacked Taylor. No, it awoke from the dead. Yeah, pretty much, because <laughs> it was dead twice. Was it a honeybee or was it a wasp? It was a wasp. Okay, that's okay that you killed that. But let's be honest, we're not killing honeybees. we got to try and rescue those. There's a giant environmental thingamajig going on in the world. Save the bees, especially the boobies. Those are the best bees. <laughs> I knew it was going somewhere. I, know. I, I knew was, it. I, just I was knew like, it. there's no way that Johnny's invested in bees. You never know this book reader over here. I actually, I actually am. A little bit concerned about the the plight of the bee, bee population. Yeah, the bee population. It's down. Whatever. I I'm concerned about Mother Earth. Yeah. What's your favorite kind of bee? A, B, C, D, or double D? I like them all. I want to see all the bees. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Just save all the bees. Save Support all. the bees. Support the bees. Go bees. Mail it in Monday. Reaction time. Sports style. All about the bees. And speaking of bees, the Western Renegade Non-Wing Sprint Car Series asks, what's the biggest, the biggest surprise after two nights of non-wing UMSS action? I don't know. Cam didn't win them both. What do you think, Mike? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, Cam and Duranko, I, I thought I thought would be fast. And, you know, they're fast right out of the box. Both got a first and a second in the two races. Probably the heat race winners. I mean, with Cunningham and Bradwell picking up some wins last weekend. And they both ran good yeah, it's kind absolutely. of a surprise to me. Lucas Logue ran really good. So some of the guys last year already starting off the year hot and getting good finishes. No, I definitely agree. I mean, I would look along the lines of uh, uh, biggest surprise. I actually probably wasn't a surprise that Zach Woodis wasn't listening to the uh, listening at the pit meeting. So Miss Scales. Right. Uh, so there, there's not that really wasn't much of a surprise, but he learned his lesson. He must have been listening this week. Um, he drove up again. Uh, he's probably been one of the biggest movers two weeks in a row just having some shit luck and he races and moving up there in the feature time uh like I said brad cunningham uh been having really good heat races uh the features haven't really been going his way so far but already got a couple top tens on the season and uh yeah he's making some serious strides i mean and just we got a couple new cars this year yep. uh, that they've come both weekends already so they that, that's cool to see but yeah, I mean, surprise wise, I mean, I think it's been pretty tame so far. I mean, nothing too crazy has happened in my eyes, minus, you know, just some of the heat races. Yeah, um, our heat race was pretty wild. We were pretty much six wide right there last weekend. So that was a that was a pretty heat good heat race. We were all right there. It was it was cool. They can't go to even six wide at Talladega. It was How the nuts. hell were you six wide to oh, see we the lake super wide, speedway? But we were right there. It was it was pretty cool. Were you six wide? No. We were in fence post formation. Hugging the tires. I was Mike Mueller in it on the tires. How'd it feel? It was pretty boring. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Second question comes from Race Doc, Jeff Pellersells. And this is pretty good. It's, if anybody wants to know about that, go to the Mail It In Monday post on the RTS Facebook page and just look at the GIF that he used because his question was How did Mike's debut driving a 410 non wing sprinter go? I'll tell you what, I think I set a new track record from the center of one and two to the backstretch wall. And then um, some of the motor parts let go and put a window on the side of the oil pan. So 
It wasn't too bad. I mean, it was cool. So you're saying you started off with a bang. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it was over before it even could start. But I didn't get a full lap in, but it was pretty cool. I got to two straightaways to kick her down. And uh, that 410 was really cool. It was uh, it was fun. A lot of power. Super cool. Wish I could have made some more laps. And now Jeff's got a pretty cool six-cylinder for sale. <laughs> so... Uh, I love how a lot of these questions pertain to Mike. Uh, and this even comes from our guest host today. So, Johnny, would you like to ask the question? Sure. Uh, so I was wondering, Mike, if you made it to the uh, – there was some talk of um, floating down the Apple River on Sunday um, well, after the races, and I was just wondering if you made it. Yeah, so I was talking to Jay and Shelly because the, the, and Cody, there's mm-hmm. his parents, you know, the, we're the four that usually go down there. And, um, we'll just tie all our tubes together, put the cooler in the middle. It's, it's a lot of fun. So I got down there Sunday, you know, cause I said 10 AM sharp and nobody was there once again. So, and of course, you know, Cody's phone was off, which is very weird cause he's always on his phone, but yeah, I was the only one there. Had my swimsuit, my trunks, my rubber duckies, my floaties. I was ready to rip, had a whole cooler full of white claws. We we're going to just, you know, party it up and I was there. So nope, didn't get a chance to go down the river. Pretty unfortunate, but Worst part was, was untying all them tubes, you know, after they were already, <laughs> I mean, you ever tried to untie twine without a box cutter? No. Yeah. It sucks. So here's the problem though. Cody Emmons commented underneath John's post and said that you just got there. He's claimed that you were late. Oh no. They were, they never showed up. I don't they know. They were down at the breakfast place. So well, they were just, yeah, just not just a cafe. That's where they go. That's what where if, they get breakfast. What if they were just building the base and you were early it was it was 10 a.m sharp okay made it very clear i don't know who to believe in this i you know what we might have to bring kid code in here and figure out who's telling the truth rts investigates <laughs> where's the svu sounder when you need it <laughs> perfect <laughs> not a little inside joke but no that was a lot of fun tim shinian of the racing insiders nascar question is kyle larson in a slump since his win at Fontana, he has finished five times 20th or lower in a race. He has crashed or spun in six of those races this season. His average finish this season is 15.7, the lowest average season for Kyle Larson since 2015. Is there concern as we are halfway through the regular season? I say no. Uh, you get in the playoffs if you have a win, right? Absolutely. Well, so, as long as, I mean, there, there's 16 spots, there could be 16 different winners. Right now, I believe we're at 11. Is that where we're at? Yep. Really? Yes. Wow. So. Where's the Owen Wilson sounder? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I think. I think he got a win early, and he's been so dominant in everything. First of all, he needed to come back to earth a little bit, because mm-hmm. that's just reality. But secondly is, he's just out there Sunday driving. Not worrying about it. And they could be doing some testing for tracks that they're going back to. You know, mm-hmm. they, I mean, they got a good notebook. He's fast. I think no matter what happens, he's going to be a big, you know, go deep into the playoffs and be a contender. So you well, never know what they're really doing. Well, look at it this way. All 400 cars have a win. Yep. And are locked in the playoffs. Currently, you know, obviously all the points shake out. And if there's more than 16 winners. Since all four of those guys have had wins. And William Byron being the only repeat winner for Hendrick, they really haven't been doing much. Chase Elliott spinning out. William Byron wrecking cars. Kyle Larson wrecking cars. Where's Alex Bowman been? Backing into wins. 
That's about it. I don't know. I, maybe yeah, they're hack. testing. You never know. I think some are. of the other Chevys are flying. Yeah, like Trackhouse, dominant. Yeah. Well, Ross Chastain, pretty much. I mean, Daniel Suarez's car has been good, too. He just had some bad luck. He just had shit luck. Yeah. That's all that is. I don't think there's reason to be worried. I don't think there's a slump. I think he's just fine. No reason to worry. Kyle Larson will be there when it is time to be there. I agree. Also, I agree. Speaking of Ross Chastain, how about smashing the watermelon and eating that? That's so cool. That's pretty funny. Then so, he offers the kid like half of it that he's been eating and he's yeah. got his hands on it and he's going to break in half. You want some? It's like, no. No. You just be. drove 400 miles in a 110 degree race car. I don't want your sweaty hands all over this watermelon. Absolutely not. But I do love some watermelon. Watermelon sounds kind of pretty good right now. It would be good. Some mm-hmm. watermelon. Hey, Taylor, get us some watermelon. Seedless or seeds? Don't care. I can, I can spit a seed or I'll eat them without. Whatever, it's fine. Seedless. You must have been a good sunflower seed eater back in the day. No, actually, I'm terrible at eating sunflower seeds. Me too. I eat them whole. So do what? I. Yeah. yeah, I do. Really? Yep. Yeah, I can't crack them. No. Nope, oh, I can crack them and do them all day. It's the worst when yep. they finally go through your digestive system. It, yeah, they're really bad for you. It's horrible. That's what I was just going to ask. It's the worst. But it it's so worth terrible. it because, the, like, okay, what's your favorite sunflower seed? Dill pickle. I knew Duh. he was going yeah, dill that's pickle. Where going I get like this. I get the salty ones. Yep. And just I, I'm a salt fiend. My sodium levels are probably through the roof. Sure. Oh, uh, there's just nothing better. Right. I like them all. I haven't had them in a long but time. But the seed, but the shell is where the flavors at. Well, yeah, you suck in the shell, then you crack it and eat the seed. You do what? Yes. You, wait, what? You, you do what to the shell? You don't suck on the shell. Get the flavor and then crack it. <laughs> Both you two know where to go, by the way. I wasn't laughing. I was listening intently to your technique of eating the sunflower seed out of the sun, out of the shell. I hope you choke on your crab Friday. You, wow. This is, this is derailing quickly. Yeah. What's, what's the, the next damn why question? Why are you so angry? I'm not angry, you seed sucker. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of food talk. We might have to have to start like the RTS culinary report on the Mueller meter. Yeah. <laughs> RTS investigates Mike Mueller's savage sucking of seeds. <laughs> Next question. Ryan Buck, driver of the 57. Buck naked racing. Don't look at me like that. What? What? I was listening to the host. Oh, is that what I am now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> As you opened the show last week. Yeah. Best oh. ratings we've had in years. <laughs> <laughs> We've only been on the air for two. So which year was the best? First or second? Episode 74. Oh, probably this year. Okay, Ryan Buck, Buck Naked Race, number 57. He says, use your top level track connections to get me driving a bus next year. I'll gladly pull a double duty. First of all, I don't know what high level connections we have. I mean, it's just, hey, we, they just let us go right up to the tower. We don't get escorted by security or nothing. We just, you know, we just walk up there, do our thing, and we come back down. That's all we do. Yeah, I mean, they did give us a key, but that's it. It wasn't to a bus. It was just to the bird's nest. You, you got a key? You didn't get one? I didn't get no key. Oh. Well, maybe it's for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> go make a copy. Does it say do not copy? Yeah. Oh. No, it would be cool to just rep around there, and a bus wants to see it. I mean, I've been out there in a... Limo. I was in Don Hughes limo the one night. We ripped around the track. So that was pretty cool sitting in the middle. I think it was me, 
Brady Donahue and party Marty on my other side. So it was, uh, it was pretty fun. Ryan, if there's a way for us to do it, we will make it happen for you. But I may have the answer to that. And me and Johnny talked about this on Saturday night. And this is the idea that we should roll with for the 2023 Cedar Lake battle of the bus night. See Brad and the other owners of Cedar Lake, they go out and they get these buses and they distribute them right to these very fine schools that have very bright students with very bright futures. And they put these buses together and they go and beat the shit out of them at bus night. Right. Yep. We've got a podcast. A lot of the people involved with this podcast know a thing or two about a car. We know a lot of guys in this podcast can drive. I would go to Brad and be like, hey, you're spending all this money on full-size buses. We only need half of one. Right? Right. Yep. RTS needs to be in the 2023 Battle of the Bus Race with a short bus. Be perfect. And as Johnny said on Saturday, and quote... Okay, so here's my here's my idea. Is I think you take, I don't know, eight, ten of us sprint car guys, and we all got old seats laying around and old five bolt harnesses, mm-hmm. and we stuff them in this short bus, and then we all put on our gear, strap ourselves into the bus, and have Mark drive it. <laughs> That'd be pretty wild. And we'll run the race cheering him on. <laughs> what do you think? It's I'm in. Gotta go fun. down. That'd be fun. It's got to go down. Right? I'm surprised they haven't had a short bus out there now that we say this. Oh, guess what? We are going to be trendsetters. That'd be and, awesome. And you know what's going to happen? is So we're talking about this now. And so now this has been, what, two days removed from the bus races? Yep. yep. So 363 days later, no one's going to remember this. No one's going to remember this conversation. Outside of our listeners, we'll remember it. Right. right. So all of a sudden, our little bus... Doesn't go out there for hot laps. Yep. Our little bus doesn't go out for the heat races. Our little bus doesn't make the call for the show. They run five laps and all of a sudden. The little bus that could. Shows up right at the pit entrance. Or we put some stacks on that thing. It's just looking mean. And all of a sudden we just come out and fucking horns blazing. Just ready to rip. That'd be cool. It seems legit. Let's do it up. You make it sound kind of scary too. Well, it should be. Be cool. You ever heard of the little toaster that could? No. It's a little short bus that could. <laughs> nice. With 10 probably crazed sprint car drivers in the back. Be wild. Because you know, it'd be like that bar stool bus from fun. last year. Yeah. yeah. You would have, okay, if I'm driving, I can already tell you who the passengers would be. Johnny, Mike, Scott, Blake, Roach, Cam, probably Chase. Uh, who am I missing? Todd. Ryan Buck. Yeah, Buck throw, Ryan, throw Ryan in sure, there. Sure, why not? I mean, whoever. If you got a seat and harnesses and go in it, yep. you're on. Come on up. Mm-hmm. And like literally with the group of just complete morons that we are. Yep. There's going to be blow up dolls flying out one side. There's going to be probably dildos flying out the other. <laughs> well, we're all going to be wearing harnesses, so we're not going to fly out of the bus. No, I'm not talking about you. Oh. No, okay, you're going to be like okay. sticking things out the window. Right. Probably holding flags up. Right. Who knows? It's going to be a shit show. Yeah. You know, there's probably going to be like, we'll find some way to mount a stripper pole in there. Right. 
disco ball. Yep. Lights going off on the inside so people can see you guys. Sounds amazing. Might as well just get a we'll, party bus. We'll be recording a podcast while we're out there <laughs> going around in circles. Yeah, the footage of that would be pretty wild. Just put a couple cameras up. We in there. could hire Tim from TRI to be in there recording the whole thing. And then and then here's the deal. The best part is because we know Mark and we know he's a smart guy. He'd be out there driving around, missing all the wrecks. We'd win, pull through victory lane, not even stop, wave, and go right down the street to JJ's for the after bar or the after party. <laughs> just just all in, in the bus, all of our gear still on, whatever. That'd be just a good photo. Roll up, fall out of the bus. Be great. I like where this is going. Yes. We might have to use our, uh, as I quote, top level track connections to make this happen. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> One last question comes from the Upper Midwest Sprint Car Series. The RTS 2022 UMSS traditional points. If anybody hasn't heard, this is breaking news. This was announced at the driver's meeting. The 2022 traditional points will now be tracked and totaled by yours truly, myself, and Mike. will be taken care of of the non-wing points. Now, they said a question mark. Well, guess what? I just got... Uh, the AOK from Matt today that everything on my race pass was legit. It is good. So now we can do our first week's tally. But I can tell you right now, the car with the biggest RTS sticker on the side of it will have the points lead after every week. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am kidding. I am kidding. That'll not be what it is. We're going to follow. We're going to f- follow the point structure as needed or as it should be, and everything will be down to a T. We will have it posted when we can because we all have lives outside of this thing. I've already told Matt that you probably will not see a points update until Wednesday or Thursday of this week, and I think it's pretty obvious who's in the lead (laughs) because we've ran one race. Yep, Nick Duraco's got the lead, Cam second, and yours truly, John Luer, bottom step of the podium. Wow, it's the closest I've ever been to anything on the top ever. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. You can go up a couple or down a bunch. It's Thanks. up to you. Pretty sure we're going to go backwards. Hey, come on now. Let's go backwards. We don't have to. We go forward. We could. Let's go but, forward. All right. Okay, let's do that. So, yes, RTS 2022 UMSS non-wing points. RTS will have those updated. Me and Mike will take care of that. We'll have everything tallied. We'll have a nice, cool little PDF promo picture for you guys. That'll be posted on our page excuse me, and the UMSS page. Uh, as soon as uh, we get them tallied up and I get the okay from Matt that uh, my race pass says that everything's legit. Absolutely. It's going to be fun. Look forward to doing it. And uh, we'll have it updated every week. Absolutely. No, it's uh, cool that RTS has uh, got the uh, banner name on that. It's just another uh, another cool thing that we're doing with the UMSS. And uh, thank you, uh, thanks to them guys for uh, intr- trusting us to do it. Absolutely. So, I mean, as you'll be able to tell. I mean, the point system is pretty cut and dry. Uh, you'll know if we made a mistake and we'll make sure, you know, uh, Mike's like the guy from the hangover with the GIF with the numbers and shit flying around his head. He's, he's a mad scientist with numbers. So this ain't going to get juiced up. No, we'll be good. It'll be in a Excel spreadsheet and everything will be done right and accurate. And it is what it is. No, we'll find out who's taking home the hardware at the end of the year. So Absolutely. stay tuned. Mail in Monday presented by Taylor Jillian photography week one. In the books, 
Loving when you guys tune in. We love interacting with our fans. We appreciate it. Make sure you tune in every Monday morning. We'll post it on the RTS Facebook page. Get your comments, questions, topics of discussion. Get them into us so we can get them out here on the podcast. Get yourself, get yourself a shout out. And, uh, yeah, just give us your opinions on everything that happened, uh, regardless if it's at the local dirt track, something that happened on the national scene, or something overseas. Let us know what your take is, and we'll talk about it here on the RTS Podcast. Anything. Drop a comment. Make it happen. Another segment coming back since we finally able to record after a race weekend. What's that, Mark? Our feature winners of the week. Winning. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind. Boom. Presented by Mueller Jewelers, the official diamond company of the Reaction Time Sports Podcast. Located in Chisago City, head on over and check out Gary and Carrie, family owned for over 25 years in the diamond business. Get all your diamond needs at Mueller Jewelers. Nice place, right off Highway 8. Swing in, tell them RTS sent you. Absolutely. You might know uh, Mueller Jewelers quite well there, Johnny. I do. I've... uh... I've had to apologize for some of my behavior from time to time, and there's no better way to get out of uh, trouble with the missus than to visit Mueller Jewelers. Get her something shiny. Excellent plug, Johnny. It's like you never missed a beat. Cedar Lake, Midwest Mods. Jason Schill makes it two in a row. Like he said on the uh, RTS pre-race show, you know what? I should just call it a year. I got one win, but that also means I'm undefeated and I can win them all. And he should went out and prove that by picking up a second one of the year. He is truly undefeated in two weeks at Cedar Lake. Will he make it three in a row this Saturday? I think yes. He's got a chance. So, I mean, they redraw 12 in the B-Mod class. So if he draws a good number and some of the big heavy hitters draw in the back, I mean, it might be a cakewalk. You never know. So um, he's he's been fast, and it's good to see him. He's been in the sport for a long time, so it's cool to see him succeed. Traditionals, as we just talked about a little bit earlier, first points race of the year, Nick Duranco picking up the we. It, wow. Yeah, I got to quit drinking. He's not picking up the we. He's picking up the win. And officially in the points. Led green to checker. Sorry on the pole. Never look back. Yeah, did a different format this year. We did passing points, didn't redraw, lined us straight up, and he goes off, picks up the win, did not take the front row challenge, presented by GT Transport for an extra $1,000 to go to the back. So he had uh, he had a good run, led all 20 laps, and picked up his first win. He's been hot lately, end of the year hot, with some good runs, and now picks up a win early in the season. So I'm sure that his confidence is boosted up, and we'll see what he can do going forward. We got Eagle Valley in two weeks on the 3rd or the 4th. Uh, then, third for Eagle Valley, fourth for Cedar Lake. And then back at Cedar for the fourth. So we'll have three races in for the points here coming up pretty quick, and we'll see how it all stacks up. Absolutely. Sticking on the traditionals really quick. Uh, Johnny, taking home a third-place finish. Uh, how'd the night go for you? Uh, it was a good night. You know, um, debuted Lola for the first time. Just think of Lola Bunny every time. <laughs> I'm super happy with the uh, with with the new hot rod and um, had a good run in the heat race. Went f- fifth to third. Started the feature in sixth, kind of messed around in the middle of the racetrack for a while, and and Cam and and Nick were in front of me, and they I saw them both jump to the top, so I went to the top, and off we went, and it was it was good, you know, car was good, everything, you know, a little Sunday drive, I guess. No, looked good. Car looked good. You said you were comfy, you were happy. Good to see a smile back on your face, and glad to have you back at the track, dude. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah you did time. a good job. Car looks great too. Thank you. Uh, my shout out to Rust Oleum. 
It <laughs> looks good. You did Feel, a good job. They do not sponsor anything that has to do with anybody in this room right now. <laughs> but if but if they want to give us a call. Reach out to Lure Racing on Facebook. Send the check. Yes. Mike. A little bit opposite end of the spectrum for you this weekend, buddy, and I hate to see it for you, but uh, still got some issues going on with that GE63. Yeah, I got some kind of fuel gremlin, and we changed everything, changed everything again this weekend. So I got three more things to try, so I plan on going out to practice on Friday, and we're going to steal some parts off my car, the Schneegel, and check that out and see if it works. And if it does, then, then we'll know what to do, and then we'll head out to Eagle Valley and give it a shot. But if we can't get it fixed, we'll just have to go to another practice and figure it out because... Not exactly sure what it is, but hopefully I can figure it out, and we'll go from there. Absolutely, no. I hope you guys get that figured it out over there at the uh, the uh, G63 camp. And uh, Johnny, we got some momentum, dude. Let's keep it up. Personally, I kind of hope you figure it out, sort of, but not really that good because right. you know. I hear you. It's one less guy I got to deal with. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Traditionals next up at Eagle Valley, June 3rd, then Cedar Lake, June 4th, a two-night weekend for the Traditionals. And, and as Mike said, nobody took the GT Transportation Hot Shot Challenge. Duranco declined. Kevin Bradwell declined. So that means next up, if I, I'm pretty positive, is next one is World Outlaws. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, World of Outlaw Night. So if, if top two in passing points that night, get a chance at two grand to go to the back. $2,000. All right, let's lay it on the line right now. I think it goes to four, actually. What? No, it's 2000 on this one. No, 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 the, no, no. I think it, it goes to like, I think it goes Four from, drivers get the yep. chance to do it? Oh, yep. Okay, yep. I, oh, okay. I didn't see that part. Okay, yeah. okay. So, okay, let's lay it on the line right now. World Outlaw Weekend. Friday night, 4th of July weekend. And all of a sudden, you're in the top four, and they go, Mike Mueller, are you accepting the back row challenge for a cool $2,000? It all depends on track conditions, because if it's anything like it was last weekend, absolutely not. John Luer. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's a no-brainer for me. Are you kidding me? Whatever. If you want to be, I want to be a legend in the sport, and that's how legends are made. You go to the tail, and you whoop them all. I'm on fourth in passing points that night, and Cam takes it, and Duranco takes it, and Johnny takes it, and I'm like, nope, I'll start on the pole. I mean, it'd be cool. It's super cool what Gary's or uh, Gary Terry Terry's doing. So we like Gary too, but we like Terry. Right? No, it's super cool what he's doing. I hope somebody wins. I hope I hope nobody nobody gets it the second one, and somebody gets it on the third one. So it'd be cool to see somebody get three grand. Yeah. Um, I know we did it last year, and and I feel like the Hot Shot Challenge owes me one because I broke a motor halfway through it, and it was like, it was a bummer because we yeah. were good. Yeah, you were fast at night. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna keep this short and sweet. It seems like every time something bad happens, whether it's flipping, rockers, anything, Johnny was come back and says that might have been one of the best cars we ever had. Yeah. All I can all I can point to is let's look at the last few years. Bus night hasn't typically not been a very good night for me. I know Bus we totally flipped the script. Yeah, see, it's so. a good thing I brought that up on the last episode, right? So right. that worked out. So it was good. I mean, we had that one little incident coming down the front chute where I'd still be flipping if we wouldn't all kept our heads. <laughs> but oh yeah, where when I banged wheels with the ninety nine when I was passing him. You know, whatever, no big deal, just a racing thing, but. Yeah, it could have been bad. Could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Ah. Oh, yeah, it could have been bad. 
I guess I missed that. We would have sold you would have sold out of RTS t-shirts that. That's for sure. Yes, merchandise <laughs> merchandise sales. Wings this weekend at Cedar Lake. Full night of racing at Cedar Lake coming up. Dash race. Everybody. Every series. We get the weekend off. That's totally fine. We yeah, that worked out good. First time for the late models and the super stocks making their debut at Cedar Lake. The B mods and the mods will be back along yep. with the USR late models also making their debut. Yep. And then the wing sprint cars for their second race of the year. Let's go. One more feature winner of the week this week. And it's actually, this is our second to last one, but this might be the most important one. The bus that became the most dominant bus of them all. Saturday night at the high banks of Cedar Lake super speedway resort spa and casino. The Chisago Lakes bus. Let's hear it for the Chisago County School District. Woo. That's where, dude, this is the county that we live in. It was fast. Dude. It was really fast. That thing was on rails. Yeah. They uh, they apparently have some uh, really good diesel mechanics programs <laughs> at the uh, Chisago Lakes High School because that thing was singing. Yeah, it was fast. When we were all sitting up there, you know, sipping on some Bacardi Cokes, I saw his lap times. It was 23.7, so he had me by two tenths. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that bus was really slinging. So. No, I mean, you and me were talking about it when we were up there watching it, Johnny. I mean, there's some of these guys had these things were souped up. Yeah. They were. I mean, they, we heard a turbo on one yeah. of them. It sounded well. The the one guy would roll through the corners, and then you'd hear him coming down the front or down the straightaway, and it sounded like a pulling tractor coming down the thing. It was like, wow. Seems like every year they all get a little bit faster. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're yep. they're finding ways to cheat these things up. I mean, you had Unity was cutting through the infield. The mystery machine was apparently could only go forward and backward, and was trying to block about the entrance to turn one. Yeah, that was wild. Uh, and he nailed a couple guys, which was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the bus races always puts on spectacular racing. I don't think the carnage was as bad as it was last year. Last year, they tried to tear the joint down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, bus races always produce, man. It's one of the biggest nights for Cedar Lake. Uh, potentially, I'm going to give a little spoiler out here right now on next week's RTS pre-race show live from Cedar Lake Speedway. It sounds like Brad both should be on the show. Nice. We'll have to ask him about uh, bus night and, and and how everything went for the track, and uh, we might have to bring up our uh, RTS short bus idea to him and see what he says. Absolutely. You should. Tell him he can drive it if he wants. Ooh, I don't know. It sounded like he gets pretty excited up there in the booth. Did you hear him while he was making the calls up there with Kale? I did. It was pretty good. Yeah, he was good. Well, Brad's pretty good in the booth. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little disappointed that we didn't put a bus in the lake. There was something about I think it was a couple of years ago, some guy ran his bus into the lake and then jumped out with a fishing pole out of the back of it or something, started fishing off. I that's the rummers are true. That's the kind of showmanship that I can wrap my head around. Well, think about that one that was coming the two buses that got together coming out of turn two, and that guy had him sideways, and his one of his dually right rears was digging in the track, and yeah. you're like, that's where all the grip is next week. I wish we were racing. Yep. Oh, yeah, right. that would be somebody running that curb for sure. No, bus races always produce. Shout out to Chisago Lakes for uh, putting together a mean machine and uh, taking home the checkers. There's one last one. Where else were they racing this win- this weekend, Mike? Uh, Dirt Knights were at Red Cedar Speedway, and AJ Demel picks up the win. So pretty cool to see um, a lot of late models guys from there. They're out from eastern Wisconsin, so a lot of them guys coming out the Red Cedar. Big car count. So, yeah, he picked it up, the, the Dirt King win, and he was sitting in that chair and had a cape and a crown. So it's pretty cool what they do, and 
I don't know. It's big money for late model racing local, so it's really cool. And Demo's fast. He's really good there, and he had a heck of a run. I was super confused because we got home at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning Saturday, and, of course, you know, adrenaline's still pumping. You know, you get home, you might need still need, like, a nightcap, which, ooh, no teasers. Uh, and I'm scrolling through, and I'm like, all of a sudden, like, I'm not looking at the post. I just see the pictures, and I'm like, where the, what? It wasn't King's Royal Weekend, and who's this guy wearing a King's Royal? <laughs> Why, right. why is he dressed up as King's Royal? That's what it looked like, too. Yeah, no, I had no idea just because we, I mean, we have so much going on over here. It's just hard to stay in tap with everything that's going on. And then I finally figured out what it was. And I was like, that's a pretty sweet deal. Yeah, really cool deal. And like I said earlier, with all the local tracks opening up, there's a ton of winners around here in Wasota country and every division. So yeah. it was uh, it was a big, big weekend of racing around here. No, and that's the plan here at RTS on the feature winners of the week program presented by the Mueller, by Mueller Jewelers. Is uh, we, uh, We've got some things in the works. We're going to make it easier. We're going to get some clips of these guys, especially since we're at Cedar Lake. But when we do travel, we're going to get it. And we're going to get little snippets from these guys live at the track. And we're going to have that ed- audio edited up for you guys so you guys can hear it live here on the Reaction Time Sports Podcast. Absolutely. Look forward to doing that. It's going to be great. All right, boys. We've been working our asses off. We are at least an hour and 50. We're close to the two-hour mark on this deal. It's time for an RTS nightcap. Absolutely. Let's get a couple beers, boys. It's the RTS nightcap presented by JJ's Outpost Bar and Grill. The official bar and grill of the Reaction Time Sports Podcast, conveniently located just minutes away from the Cedar Lake Super Speedway. Head on over there, pre-race, post-race, you name it, thirst your qu- or quench your thirst, feed that hungry side of yours. Head on over to JJ's Outpost Bar and Grill. You guys know the deal. I know the deal. Mike knows the deal. Johnny might be new to this deal, but here on the nightcap, we do a little cheers in and we pour one out for the homies. Because either somebody did something really good or they did something really bad. Yep. Shall we let our special guest host go first? Uh, okay, sure. Who are you cheersing? I got to cheers my uh, good buddy Scotty. Um, he's uh, getting out of the penalty box after uh, after taking some time off. Uh, Terry? Yeah, Terry. Ter- Terry Labonte's back? Captain Cornflakes. There so you go. Cheers for him. He's back! <laughs> And then uh, as far as what was the other part, we're cheersing and then we're pouring one out. Yeah, yep. we're pouring one out for the homies. I'm I'm going to pour one out for my uh, my rear tires after this past weekend because, uh, <laughs> you know, they were they were the solid troopers. They uh, they didn't give up the fight. So I'm going to I'm going to pour one out for them guys. I'm going to pour one out for them guys, too, because they did us pretty good over the weekend. But they're. Uh, yeah, they're toasted. To, they're, they're, they're Yep. <laughs> She gone. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to erect a Hoosier Hoosier headstone in my backyard. <laughs> Mike, what are you doing? Well, I think after that I'm gonna pour one out for Skylar Gee takes a huge hit into a tractor tire at Waynesfield. Kinda like what Rob Kayo Jr. did last year and uh That's he, the same track? Same exact track, same no. tire, same everything. Okay. Yep, so I came off turn two, got a little bit hot right over the cushion, and then hit the dust and turned the car sideways and smoked the tractor tire, popped up in the air, flipped back in front of traffic. Okay. I got to say something. If you are a racetrack and you've had this happen twice now in less than a year... Well, that's twice that we've seen, so I'm guessing it's probably, probably happened more. more. Yeah. You got to do something. Yeah, it's a pretty dangerous place. I definitely wouldn't be going there, and surprised that the All-Stars were there. Yeah, man. I mean, like if you're talking about like you like you said, a national level on that, but even just from a buddy of ours that we know that was involved in something like that and they 
still didn't learn their lesson from that. Like, wow, come on, guys, let's figure it out. Yeah, definitely. I I, I wouldn't be going to something. I wouldn't be going to a track like that. That's unsafe. So. No, and it's just like I mean, Rob's a buddy of all of ours, and thank God he walked away from that deal. Like my, I mean, that put him on the sidelines for the rest of the year. Yeah, and, and especially if you were out front, you did that, and then the way Skyler flipped back into traffic, it it could have been really bad. It could have been was a restart or oh something. Oh my god. But, Luckily, he was kind of by himself and didn't get hit. But yeah, it was a pretty bad deal for him. Who are you gonna? What do you got over there? Who am I pouring one out for? Yeah, I'm pouring one out for uh, Scotty Thiel. Yeah, leading, running away, lap traffic, dude. You gotta learn to. You gotta learn to navigate better, bro. Yeah, it looks like that guy broke and he had nowhere to go. But yeah, big wheel Scotty Thiel got a happy meal with no toy, so he was running really good. <laughs> And just just fell just fell a little short there, but he was winning that race, and it was pretty dang cool to see him do that. I, I almost feel like Scotty Thiel has had the start to his season that Spencer Basin had. Yeah, yep. So at some point, it has to turn around, right? Well, he's been running good, and he's got picked up a couple um, um, IRA wins already this year. He's currently winning the IRA points. So with All Stars and IRA coming around to Wilmot, Plymouth, and Angel Park, he's gonna have a good shot to pick up his first All Star win. I think. Hell yeah! Who we cl- who are you clanking to? I think it's got to be Chris Madden. He is on fire in that 44 car. Picked up 80 grand, two wins with XR Super Series. He made like 280 grand at Bristol during the XR Super Series deal, and he's just been fast. I got that 44 turning good, and Eldora Million coming up. He's he's a strong contender to pick up that win, so he's going to be hot rest of the year and see what happens. Right on, man. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna cheers Jacob Allen. Uh, just because of everything that that guy's gone through, winning at the Gettysburg Clash, he, he it, it's cool when you see someone genuinely happy that they have picked up a win, especially when it's at your home track. Because for these guys, some of the, it's just I mean Johnny said it before you I mean you've said it these wins no matter what division of racing you're in is it, they're hard to come by they are and this guy he's obviously gone through some personal stuff. Yep. He's working with a underfunded team, if you want to call it that. You know, Logan's getting all the hype. He's getting all the good stuff, right? Yep. He's come out. He's got two wins on the season, wins at his home track. You had people. I mean, I remember watching this race here at the house, and I was like, there's a party going on in the infield. Yeah, super. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super cool. Like you said, homestay, pick up the win, and that was the second win. He could have won again Saturday, and they ran out of fuel just with all the cautions and everything and whatnot, and I mean, he could almost have four wins right now. He right. has had a heck of a season. They're qualifying fast. They're winning heat races. They're yep. starting up front in the dashes, starting up front in the features. He's having a heck of a year. No, and you saw a lot of love for that win on social media. I mean, just I mean, you could just see it. It's just for some guys that win all the time, it's just like, yeah, you know, we won another one. Thanks to the crew. Thanks to these guys for giving me a good car. Thanks to right. the sponsors. I mean, like this guy was genuinely like, thankful for the opportunity that he's has and took advantage of it and showed it, you know, I mean, like wins a win, man. I mean, whether you've won one all season or if you won 20 of them, like you might never, you might never do it again. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. You never know when you're going to win next. So celebrate them. Like it's your last one. Absolutely. True story. RTS nightcap. It's always a good time. We're drinking some beers. We worked hard all day. This has been a long podcast. Yes, my my job's just getting started. This was the easy part. Right. Just put it out there, man. No, you got to do all the fancy stuff. You got to make is, it sound good. This is podcast gold. Oh, I know. It's great. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> I just I got to make it look pretty. That's yes. all I got to do. So no worries there. But then I got to put all the sounders and the music and this. So I'm, I got to listen to it. 
it's like what you're putting your eyeliner on for tomorrow, right? You gotta look good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. We're we're going to a concert tomorrow night. Who are you gonna see? <laughs> Some forty one simple plan. It's gonna be badass. It's not more for me. It's Taylor's favorite band is Simple Plan. Yep. Tease was a homie. Sorry, I, I don't want to say first names on the air. Here goes the alias. Yeah, sorry, whoops. <laughs> Tease was a homie. She's she's loved these guys since she was in middle school. Never had a chance to see them live. Finally had the opportunity. COVID hits. Everything is canceled. Then they try to reschedule it. And then Simple Plan drops out. And then they finally come back. And we're finally going. Like, she's totally underplaying it. Like, when she saw you guys the other day, like, I can already tell. Like, she is pumped to the nth degree. Nice. She's going to be like, I'm more excited to see her reaction to finally seeing her most favorite band playing live for the first time. That's probably what I'm more excited for. Like some 41 is simple plan. I got some bangers. Yeah, Don't get me wrong. Johnny's probably like, who the fuck am I talking about? What? No, I love the songs <laughs> about the things. <laughs> I got some great hits. Great hits. Oh yeah. Like, uh, welcome to my life. Addicted. Uh, I'm totally jealous. Your love is a lie. Yep. Oh yeah. Good songs. Good I almost bit. thought my phone was ringing there for a second. <laughs> Some 41's, which is crazy that Some 41's headlining in Simple Plans, the, the opener. Yeah, that's wild. So I know more Simple Plan songs than I know Some 41 songs. They're all great songs. Bring oh. back a lot of memories. Oh yeah. Johnny's like, can I give some whale and Jennings up a new song, bitch? I guess I'm a dinosaur. That's fine. Never heard of either of these bands. No, actually, that's not true. I've heard of Simple Plan. I just, I'm sure I've heard their songs. I can't. I just can't recall any of them at the moment. Well, this is your moment to shine. You got a microphone. This is RTS karaoke. Uh, nope. <laughs> yeah, one shot. One, one opportunity. opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> My voice box is covered in mom's spaghetti. Why are your palms so sweaty? <laughs> <laughs> Knees, weeks, arms are heavy. There's vomit on my sweater already. <laughs> Nobody knows the rest of the lyrics. <laughs> well, I was going to say something, but I haven't puked in a while, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, been cold? There's no bugs. Right? Yeah, that's very true. Oh, my goodness. All oh, right. I swallowed a bug. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what, Johnny? He hasn't been... Are you referencing back in the day at the track for yourself? Yeah. Well, ever since I got a new generator, I think that's what the issue was. Okay. It's not bleed all the carbon monoxide. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's just called he's getting it out of the way in the mornings when he's leaving for work. Well, that's fine. Whatever. I don't. I don't even have to set my alarm anymore. It's my wake up call. <laughs> do you, so do you jump do you jump out of bed like when you hear your dog hacking something up in the living room and run out there to try and get it no it's just mike outside by the deck uh, <laughs> swallowed a box elder bug <laughs> oh, okay i'm done rts episode 75 we gotta get the hell out of here <laughs> Gotta give a thank to all of our sponsors that help us out along the way. TCP Speed North. Sky King Designs. JJ's Outpost Bar and Grill. Mueller Jewelers. The Racing Insiders. LightspeedEquipment.com. PrettyPolishJunkie.com. DK Designs. Taylor Jolin Photography. Quality Freight Rate. And the Fast Factory Foundation. Thank you guys for hopping on board with RTS, supporting us in what we do. Couldn't do it without you. 
Thank you so much. If you guys ever need anything from any one of our wonderful sponsors, check them out on their Facebook, Instagram, Twitters, personal pages, websites. Go find them. Tell them RTS sent you. They'll give you the hookup. Head on over to Apple Podcasts. Spotify. iHeartRadio. Google Podcasts. TikTok. You just got introduced to TikTok. Right. I still don't know how to do it. I look at them. I'm excited. I want to I want to make some TikTok videos, but I don't want to do the dances because I'm not a very good dancer. Well, Taylor said we have one to do that for the RTS crew, so you're involved with that. So at some point, we're going to have to do something. That's fine. Okay. I'm in. You're in for the bit? Sure. All right, perfect. All right, guys. Johnny, thank you so much. I want to do this more and have you in as a third guest host on this deal. It makes it lights out. It does it help having an extra squeaky wheel in the room? Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah, we love squeaky wheels. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I love doing this. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. No man, anytime. We want you back. So if you got no plans next weekend, stop on by. <laughs> we'll have to see. What? Let's let the listeners decide. You signed the contract. Let's put out a poll for mail it in Monday. We could. What did you think of John Lewis? I can't talk. I'm I've I've been up since five o'clock this morning. <laughs> Leave me alone. How what did you think of John Lewis' performance on episode seventy five of the Reaction Time Sports Podcast? Perfect. Perfect. Let us know. Put it out there. Let us know. Mike, as always, it's another one in the books. We done done it again. It was a good one. All right, guys. We're getting the hell out of here. Like, share, subscribe, follow anywhere you listen to us, anywhere you follow us. Get all your updates. Let us find out when we release episodes. Just do everything. Buy some merch. Buy some koozies. Buy some stickers. That all goes back to the drivers. It's been the Reaction Time Sports Podcast, episode 75. We're out of here. See ya.